nothing I want more. Ain't nothing I want more. I, ain't, I told you when I first came here, I said I ain't come here to waste my time. I came here, they gave us a chance to get in like we asked for, and that's that's what we here to do. Yeah, nigga, two six. Job still ain't Straight done, up. but I, I said, you, you know what I'm here for. Back on top, punching the clock, clutching sanity. I got more cribs than habitat for humanity. Shit profound, we propagating more profanity. Paid off collections for recollections of calamity. The shit pop off, I learned to duck under the canopy. Till it cool off, they murked a nigga right in front of me. Told him to come off his chain for trying to floss. Died over a cross, just like the start of Christianity. When I was a boy, the teacher often reprimanded me. Thought it was toys, it was a glock, this nigga handed me. I busted the trees, was barely strong enough to squeeze bullets travel through leaves and probably kill somebody randomly ran to the crib and played it off amongst the family nightmare scenes the police finally apprehended what's going on everybody welcome to another episode of the film room files it's your boy zebby aka rojet lifer and i'm joined by my guy it's aka izzy dmv my g how you feeling bro good bro back at it again how does it feel Oh, it feels good, man. I, I had a great time in the last episode, so I really can't wait to see what we do on this one. Yeah, I mean, I think last episode was one of our best ones. I feel like we say that every time we have one episode, but I'm going to just go ahead and say the, the last episode was definitely our best one. Yeah. I mean, but we are only getting better. Yes. Yeah, for that's, sure. That's what happens when you hone on your craft. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, how you been, bro? Oh, let me actually get into the date. My bad. Sorry, cut you off. All right, go I'm ahead. Already, go I'm ahead. already cutting you off. It's all good. <laughs> uh, today is the uh, 17th of May. It's a Monday uh, Monday evening. We're getting this podcast in. Yeah. Um, just wanted to let y'all know we are on episode number 28, I believe. 28, maybe 27, 28, somewhere in there. Mm. This could even be 29. Don't hold me to it. I'm trying to check, but my phone just froze. So it's okay. Um, but yeah, my bad. How you been, bro? I'm I'm been chilling, man. Just you know, just finished my school stuff, so I just been grinding with like some of my side hustle shit. Okay. Uh, paying attention to um the stocks, the crypto market is down, which is which I like because that means everything's on sale. So I've been buying a lot of crypto this past couple of days. Can I ask you about the side hustle? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's just the same, you know, flipping cards and stuff, and then um. I've been into flipping some summer, I- like hot summer items. I'm not going to name them because they're already. I've been going to stores and they're already out of stock, so I'm not trying to drive up that demand. But there's certain summer items I could tell you off mic, but bad, bad, there's bad, certain bad. summer items that I've been uh, looking out for and uh, purchasing and trying to flip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's awesome. I'm glad to hear it, man. I'm glad to hear you're killing it. Um, How about you, bro? Bro, I'm chilling, man. I. Uh, Got the vax today, so you know my arm is pretty sore right now. I can't lie. Mm. Got the first giant Pfizer. Um, shout out to my Pfizer gang out there. Just want to give everyone a round of applause. Um, but yeah, bro, work today. Just did my thing at the store. Um, definitely following, you know, the market. Of course, AMC went pretty crazy today. I know. So I was crazy sized for that. Yeah. Um, that's about it, bro. Watching a lot of sports, you know, like usual. Um, a lot of baseball. Um, I was actually watching the Yankees game until we started. Let me let me check in what's going on there. Yeah, how was um, your Eid? Um, Alhamdulillah, bro. Eid was good. Eid was good, bro. I can't lie. Um, did I even see you on Eid? I think we yeah, did we you briefly, did briefly at my grandma's, right? Yeah, yeah, all right, perfect. Um, but I worked. I worked. I went uh, after college fest house. I went to work. Yeah. Um, so my mom could take off and chill and do her thing. So nice, nice. Yes, sir. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, you was rocking the polo with the fresh shades. 
My man Zabi always got the illest uh, fits during E. I, I appreciate it, bro. Always. Yeah, that was um. Just to pull back the curtain a little, thank you, sir. Uh, that was actually a, a polo that I had for a minute, bro. Oh, for really? A couple of years, yeah. And I don't even think I, I like I really pulled it out like that. Like, I might have worn it once or twice. You're a big most. polo guy. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's I stay in my lane. You know what I'm saying? But you really like the ones with the polo bear on it. I, I like the polo bear. Yeah. Who doesn't like the polo bear? You know, he's, he's a classy dude. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, it's crazy. I try not to get too much of the polo bear because I feel like. It's so, like, everyone's got that. You know what I mean? Mm. I like to ju- try to get, like, you know, you got your generic, you know, classic rugby's and certain things that's just never going to, you know, Drive fade away. Style. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, sometimes I just want to throw on, like, a, you know, a, a nice rugby that, you know, it's it's just always going to, no, I don't have to think about it. You know what I'm saying? It's just, yeah. it looks good. I know it. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes I like to get colorful with my shit. So, the, the joint I was wearing on Eid was just something I had just chilling in the closet for years, bro. Um, he was like, "This is the time to like, whip it out." I was like, "You know what? It's only right." Rub. Yeah, it's it's Eid. You know, you gotta you gotta put on your best um, and freshest clothes. So I just pulled that out real quick. Yeah, always make sure your boot hole wash too. Golly, <laughs> you yo, know. people don't do it, man. It's it's it's. Let them know. It's a serious crime out here. Let them know. That's not to water the plants in the bathroom, <laughs> baby. Yo, can I share a story? Go ahead. All right, I'm going to share the story, and then we can talk some hip-hop, because I know there's some hip-hop news going on. Um, sure. If Let me just put a, a, a precaution out there. If you're eating food right now, um, I would highly suggest you to stop and re-listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're Is eating that crazy? Are we, are we, should we share this? I mean, uh, I feel like I'm trying to pod right now. <laughs> all right, let's go. Let's get it. All right. Fuck it. Who said they scared? So listen, man. Let me tell you the first time I realized I was really getting older, right? Uh-huh. So I love, love, love hot Cheetos, right? I love hot Cheetos. I would always oh, I eat. Know where this is going. <laughs> yeah, I would always eat hot Cheetos, right? And you know, I would never have a problem with it. I would eat it and it would be no problem at all, you know. Finish a bag of hot Cheetos and you know, I'd be very satisfied. I usually like it with some water or lemonade and uh I always felt like it was the best chip snack that you could get, at least in my opinion. So I was a big hot Cheetos guy, right? So for whatever reason, one time I bought a bag of hot Cheetos, you know, I was going to have a chill evening, you know, watch movies, eat my snacks, relax, kick my feet up, finished my bag of hot Cheetos, right? Went to sleep, didn't think anything of it, right? Next morning rolls around and then all of a sudden I got to use the restroom, right? So I'm like, all right. So I'm like, all right, number two, okay, this, there's, there's nothing out of the norm, right? So I go into the restroom and as soon as I sit down on the toilet, I try to push it out. I realized something was terribly wrong. Fatality. I realized, man, listen, man, you know how people, you know how scientists tell us about volcanoes and how hot it is and how we can't really fathom it. I felt exactly what they were describing between my boot, both, both my butt cheeks. That's pure bullshit, my friend. So as I was pooping, let me tell you something. I couldn't get this poop out and it was br- oh it was tearing God. my <laughs> it was tearing me apart, bro. Oh, I man. literally first time in my life I had to take off all of my clothes in the restroom, taking a poop and <laughs> bro, I kid you not, Yo, I was I'm on the to- my man calling it a poop. <laughs> bro, I I was <laughs> I was I was sitting there and I was praying to God. I said, God, whatever I've done in my life, whatever sins I've committed 
please, just please forgive me. I promise I won't do it again. Oh my I, goodness! It, I contemplated life, bro. I tried everything. I uh, I took the toilet paper, rinse, put uh, dabbed a little bit of water. It still burned. I couldn't do anything, and it came in waves. That's the worst part. So oh, no. after I was done with wave one, I still felt like there was some stuck in my stomach, but I couldn't push it out. And then I went to wave two. And the thing is, when when I finished on wave one, right, like my booty cheeks was so sore and like all my <laughs> it was back for more. <laughs> Yo, my booty cheeks, cheeks were so, so sore, bro. And not only that, like my poop was completely red. Yo, like. Yeah, <laughs> I'm totally so sorry, bro. This is getting too <laughs> graphic, bro. Yo, it was it was a bad time. I'm so sorry to hear that, bro. I just, I, I just, I just want to know: is there anything I could do for you, bro, to help you feel better about that situation? So here's the thing: because I feel your pain, bro. I've had a similar incident. It's not, it's not that graphic. I'm gonna just keep it real. Um, but oh my goodness, <laughs> bro. Yo, I'm glad we did this after we we ate too. But, but pretty much, um. I learned a big life lesson. Now, here's the thing. I could still eat hot Cheetos, but, 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 and for anybody else that enjoys spicy food, but goes through similar experiences that I have, you got to have ice cream right after. Mm, so that's a trick. A gem for y'all. Yeah. That's a, that's a gem for you guys. Yeah. So. Yo, so I'm, I'm going to tell you what. I got one for you too, bro. It has right. it doesn't really have to do with all of that kind of exactly <laughs> in that situation, but I'm going to tell you what happened. So. I'm making Mantu, right? We're like dead, dead lockdown. Uh-huh. And um during COVID. During COVID, yep. Last not this Ramazan that just passed, the last joint. So we're making Mantu for Iftar. And you know, I like my food a little spicy. So pop, 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 pop. I'm chopping up some jalapenos. You know, I'm doing my thing. I'm getting ready to go. Yeah. Mix it all up, wash my hands, you know, make sure I'm clean, everything is good. And then I have to go wash up for prayer. Yeah. So, you know, fill the joint up with water. Hit the toilet, boom, 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 wash the whole situation, and out of nowhere, the fire, my shit was burning. No. Bro, it was so bad, bro. Oh, my. The jalapeno was still on my hands, bro. You had jalapeno hands. I had jalapeno booty. I'm going to tell you, oh what, bro. Oh, my God. My shit was on fire. <laughs> bro, I didn't use the bathroom, nothing, bro. I'm going to keep it real, but my whole shit, my G, I... I I'm not gonna lie, bro. I panicked, and my my very first reaction, I jumped in the shower and just turned on cold water, and I stayed under the cold water, and nothing was helping, and I was panicking. I'm having anxiety, bro. I'm yeah. freaking out. My my booty on fire, bro. I I never felt anything like that in my life. Thank God, and I hope I never do again, bro. And I'm sweating, and I'm turning red, and my family waiting for me downstairs to pray. Yeah, and I don't know how to act right <laughs> now, bro. And I I'm not gonna lie, bro. I was like, yo, I gotta go to the hospital. I was like, how am I gonna in the middle of a pandemic? Nobody's leaving their house. Yeah. I'm gonna go to a hospital for jalapeno book. <laughs> I'm gonna be looking crazy, son. And I'm gonna risk my life and get COVID. <laughs> get COVID, bro, for cause a jalapeno booty, bro. I just I said I'm gonna tough this out, bro. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, bro. That was the I'm gonna say that was the most awkward prayer I ever had to pray in my life. Because <laughs> I'm doing a lot, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So I'm praying and my, my body's still on fire, bro. I'm gonna keep it. My whole body is hot, bro. Yeah. And I'm not gonna lie, like I'm 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 doing a prayer, you know, and I feel like I'm screaming, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Internally. I, yeah, bro. I'm I'm trying my best to just hold it there, keep it together, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And probably like 
20, 30 minutes later, it stopped. That was a rough 20, 30 minutes. Bro. Yeah. It feels longer than that. It feels like it went it on for like, a day or something. Yeah, bro. It felt like hours, bro. And what's crazy is when you got spicy booty, like your, <laughs> your stomach turns into knots. You know what I'm saying? Like your stomach starts like that booty, like that. But no, because you it was for something you ate. Yeah. For me, I just, I just. But the pain up. didn't drop down to your stomach. Um, I'm not gonna say it really dropped to my stomach. My whole my whole body was just on fire. What about your legs? Your legs start shaking. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I was completely shaking because I was panicking. Too oh yeah, a little bit. your you body was in shock. Yeah, I was. I was pff, never, never in my life. I'm the most. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's. <laughs> off limits You know what I'm saying yeah. I, know, I know some bamas Like to get crazy Back there But not me <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah No 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 Yeah But uh, Yeah when it's There's nothing worse Than spicy booty There's nothing worse Than spicy Guys, booty I'm, I'm gonna just go ahead And apologize To all of our listeners Sorry that we, we did that But that's that's how close We are to We're trying guys. to pod man yeah, We're I'm, trying to go To the next absolutely. level Absolutely that's, that's how we feel About you guys You know we just We just get on here And we let it out we, you know, we, <laughs> we literally we let it out. <laughs> <laughs> we don't we don't hold back. Um, but yeah, bro. For better or for worse. So so let me ask you the mandatory, you know, question to start it off. Um, even though we already got it started with a boom. Um, what you been listening <laughs> Yo, to, bro? You, you're know, loving me so up. much. I'm setting it up, baby. Yo, okay. So what I've been listening to is none other than um, the hottest star in the African Basketball League. And that's my man, Jermaine Cole. He came out with the album, dropped it right after Ramazan, which I respect. I salute him for it. Yep. Dropped it right on Eid, the off season. Yep. You already knew what I did. Um, it was actually perfect because me and my wife, we were leaving, I, I guess, somebody's house. We went over a relative's house. I forgot who it was. I can't remember. It's been a blur. Lots of driving this weekend. But we pretty much left. And as we were leaving, I saw J. Cole dropped his album. I was per- and it was perfect because... We were driving uh, about 30, 35 minutes, and that's how long the album was, at least close to it. So I was listening to the album, and I got to say, man, I was listening to it, and I feel like it's... And I listened to it a couple of times since, since the weekend, and um, I feel like it's definitely his best work in, in a while. I, I feel like the energy, the, the, the aggression, the hunger he's had on that album kind of resembles that hunger and aggression that he had with his mixtapes. And of course, you know, his mixtapes has has been like critically acclaimed and highly acclaimed and placed on a pedestal in his career. So I feel like this was J. Cole at his at his at his best, honestly. And I really enjoyed him kind of like this was the album where he was really talking his like he was really talking his shit, you know. And J. Cole, you don't really get that from J. Cole, right? So he was really on it like that on this album. And I think the wordplay was nice. I think lyricism wise, I think lyrics wise, this was his best. Rhyme schemes was probably his best. Wow. I I, I really like this project. And you know that song we played for the intro? That song gives me goosebumps with the Dame Lillard fucking uh I should have let it rock out a little more. Press conference. I mean it's only like a minute and thirty seconds long. Yeah, yeah. But it's yep. such a it gives me goosebumps just like is it like Dame's speech and everything? But the oh, whole the album, yeah. Okay, but the whole album flows really well. Like everything flows really well. Yeah, no, I, absolutely. I like the album, but I'm not gonna say it's his best um, lyricism. I'm gonna keep it real. I, I personally don't feel like that. I, I don't really agree with that. But he's coming for next. Like I feel like that's all what that I enjoyed humble, about it. Yeah, all that humble shit out the window. Bro. With this one, right? Yep, yep. All that humble shit. All that I'm gonna drop some gems on kids. All of that shit was out the window. Yeah, he was like. It was like him, yo, like, y'all forgot who I really am. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all have been throwing too much disrespect in my name, and, I'm and keep, y'all forgot who I was. I'm going to keep it real. <clears throat> Excuse me. I love that he did that because I feel like everybody, when they wanted to hype, they, there was two things you could say. Ready? Oh, I'm better than Pac. Right? Like, that for a while, like, anyone that wanted some hype or whatever. Yeah. Or you wanted run. Actually, three things. You could you could say that. You could beef with Takashi 69 Or number three... You can try to like throw shots at somebody like J. Cole. You know what I'm saying? Because J. Cole is like when you talk about lyricism, boom. You know what I'm saying? And that did happen for a while. And that happened for a long time. Everybody was throwing shots and J. Cole would just kind of like throw some some like, I'm not going to say subliminal, but something that's so like, like the way it's constructed pretty much would go over people's heads. And it could be a response to somebody. He could damn near say the person's name for real, for real. And it's still going to go over people's heads because the way his delivery is. For your average listener, you might not catch every single bar. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, on this one, lots of entendres. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. On this one, yes, he had he had the word play. He had like, I mean, sick delivery. But I feel like on this one, he was coming for necks, bro. He was yeah. ready to cut throats, bro. He wasn't playing no games, talking his shit, that gangster shit too. I was like, yeah. yo, bro, what, well, hold on a second. This shit, it reminded me of um, just just like. Like gangster level turned up, yeah. Reminding me of when um Drake started just randomly talking about cutting bitches and shit. Like I was like, holy shit, Drake, where did this come from? Bro, I thought you was in love, bro. <laughs> well, Drake turned into Drake Corleone. Yeah. Once you earn it, once you get in a certain tax bracket, you can uh. And I felt like that was um Jay Cole too. Oh, Jermaine Corleone. Yeah, bro. we got Drake Corleone and uh Jermaine, Jermaine Corleone. <laughs> I'm telling you. But yeah, man, I I enjoyed it. Um. Yeah, man, it was such a good project in my opinion. Yeah, I, I liked it. I liked it a lot, um, bro. That song with Twenty One Savage. Yep. There's I think something that's number about one right now on iTunes, bro. There's something when both of them are on a song together. It's just not only is it a hit, but it's just like a classic. Like I feel like that song is a classic. Just like with a lot, a lot was like one of the best songs Pride, when it came out. Pride is the devil. That's one of baby. my favorites too. Come on, he. I mean, he had some some bangers bro um i'm not gonna lie the whole album full of bangers yeah but um have you listened to anything else or no i listened to the migos new single oh okay i liked it okay i think i think uh offset is just crazy i love when the migos is all together i know that all three of them kind of do like their solo dolo projects and it's cool when we definitely get some dope records out of them but when they're all together as a trio it's like it's something like else, man. Their chemistry is unmatched. You know what I'm saying? When they're all together. Have you um have you listened to DJ Khaled's? I did. I um I would say it's not really for me, um, okay. personally. Uh just wasn't really feeling most of the songs on there, but you know, maybe I didn't give it enough spin, but it was Sometimes you me. gotta spin it once or twice again. Yeah. And then that's when it really resonates. But like compilation albums like that, I don't really like I don't know. It's very difficult to uh, to pull those off. Like the last compilation album, I, f- I felt like really pulled it off was the Black Panther soundtrack. Mm, yeah, I felt was, like that, that joint was fire, you know. Yeah, but, but I mean, DJ Khaled's got some some sick albums under his belt. Yeah, I like Major Key the best. Yeah, that was that was that was my favorite too. Yeah. What about um Slime Language Two? Oh, YSL. with the Young Thug. Yeah. Yeah, I I like that. It was definitely. I I don't think uh. It was kind of interesting because Young Thug wasn't on it like that. It was, I guess, it's more of the artist that 
he's associated with or he's signed. Okay. But um, I really like the Drake song, you know. Yeah. I that like joint that. was fire. Yeah, I like that a lot. I can't lie. Yeah. That might have to be our outro. Did you listen to the album I sent you? Um, I know you like Drum, but he changed his name to Shelly, formerly oh. known as Drum, and that's the name of his album. No, I haven't listened to it, but I'll get to it. Bro, like once you... Once you're done with J. Cole, get on to that, bro. Because I'm telling you, like, if you're looking for something smooth, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's definitely, like, some baby-making joints on there. But then there's also, <laughs> yeah, there's also some that's, like, you're just going to listen to it, bro, and vibe out. Like, on a summer day with your windows down. Yeah. And you're just going to look, like, the name Drum, right, stood for or stands for does real-ass music. And I feel like that is... The perfect way to describe this artist, right. Shelly, formerly known as Drum. But, I mean, his music, bro, is so nice. I mean, just like sonically, bro, everything just works so well. Um, and I, I can't lie, bro, I, I really I really like that album, Shelly, mm. formerly known as Drum. Give true, that a listen. True. Yeah, I'll definitely check it out then. Um, otherwise, in other news in hip-hop, I mean... We saw, I mean, I, I know you're not really hip to it, but we definitely saw the Joe Bunn podcast kind of uh, come to a Yo, what a was head. that about, bro? I, I saw that. I, I didn't know what it was about because I don't really listen to that pod. Yeah, just, just some backstory. I mean, uh, the Joe Bunn podcast to me is probably like one of my favorite podcasts. It was probably my favorite podcast. And it's probably one of mm-hmm. the reasons why I was down to do this. Okay. Um, but Inspired pre- by by Joe, Joe Bunn. Joe, Joe Bunn podcast. So um, pretty much the show was Joe Budden. And two of his boys, Rory okay. and Maul. And yeah. then um, also uh, the engineer were kind of button. He was like the Saeed, the Parks, right? Mm. And essentially what ended up happening is they had a deal where um, with the podcast, it wasn't owned by Joe Budden, but they had a profit partnership, I believe is the correct term, where each member pretty much weren't based. They weren't based on salary. They basically were going to take... Uh, whatever deal they came across, it would be percentage based, not salary based. Got you of the podcast of the podcast, right? So, uh, long story short, um, the theory is that Joe Budden uh, never gave the accounting to his boys, Rory and Maul. What's even more, you know, a lot of people are kind of pissed off at is the fact that he's known these dudes even before the podcast, even like when he was rapping, like he's been friends with these dudes years and years. Uh, Maul is actually, uh, I don't know if you know who Biggs is. Biggs, yeah, Jay Z's like right hand man. Um, no, I'm not him. Oh, okay, so he's like the right hand man, and Jay Z's been with him since the Reasonable Doubt days. But pretty mm. much, that's his brother Maul, and then uh, Rory. He's more connected with the music industry, and okay. I think Maul is also connected with like the NBA as well because he has a lot of uh, basketball players on that show too. So, long story short, what ended up happening is this uh, profit share um, agreement that they had. Uh, Joe Budden just. Refused to give the accounting to them. Um, they asked numerous times about the accounting. They, you know, he refused. He would get uh, really angry at them, uh, curse them out. Mm. Um, he ultimately what they want, what they believed, because Rory and Maul dropped their portion of uh, their story, and they said that you know they believed that he just wanted to get rid of them and get two people on a salary, um, because at the end of the day, he wanted to take all the profits for himself. And, you know, he turned down a bunch of deals and probably one of the reasons he turned down those deals was because he didn't want to split those profits with those guys. That's so, interesting. Yeah. So, um, 
So that's pretty much what happened. I mean, you had uh, uh, who, who's that guy that left uh, ESPN? Dan, Dan, Dan Lebetard. Yeah, he even commented on it. Um, he talked about how like that scared him because he wants to make sure everybody on his team eats, and to see something like that happen scared him. Kevin Hart commented on it. He was like, "Man, it's disappointing to see that because they had a really good podcast going." Yeah. And, you know, they just kind of re- reiterated the same point where you should take care of your people. And, you know, you can't get too greedy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not eating unless everybody else is eating type situation. Yeah. That's I mean, ultimately the the moral of the story of what's happened. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to judge him because I don't know exactly what was going on there. Um, but I hope it works out for all those guys that's involved. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, hope, I hope the two homies that was doing it get paid, bro. Get what, what they deserve. You know what I mean? What was promised to them. Yeah. But at the end of the word, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm 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 the type of person that my word is, you know what I'm saying? Bond, yeah. My word is bond. Exactly. That's it. So, um, you know, whatever we agreed on, that's how we gonna keep it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, but at the end of the day, everything should always be put down on paper. You know what I'm saying? Like you should always, always have your paperwork right, especially when you're doing something that big. Yeah. Like it's something that was already established. You know what I'm saying? Like that's something that's out there that people are listening to. You guys got hundreds of thousands, if not, I'm sure, millions of followers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and maybe not like regular listeners, but I'm sure people that followed and and checked for certain episodes or tuned in here and there, you know. Yeah. Um. So you got to get your paperwork right always, whether you're making music, some kind of art, whether it's podcasting, whatever you're trying to do, even at your job, man. You know how many homies I've seen get ripped off at their nine to five, like mm. on a commission deal that you know they're just they took they took the boss's word for you know that's good, and then boop, you know what I'm saying? They got fuck for it. I've seen it happen plenty of times, bro. It's crazy, bro. Stuff like that's happened to me. Yeah. Um, you know, with like certain negotiations, you know what I'm saying, that I got into. Um, I took people's word and I was like, oh, you know what? I'm out of the car business now, you know. Yeah. I'm done dealing with snakes. <laughs> and sure enough, that was not a fact. You know what I'm saying? It was there, there, every corner you turn, bro, there's going to be people trying to take advantage and, and and hit a shortcut, hit a lick, whatever the case yeah. is. You know what I'm saying? So you just got to be careful, man. Make sure your paperwork is right. I think the most foul part is just the fact, like, you know, you would try to screw over people that has been riding with you since even before everything, you know, was established. Bro, you'd be surprised. And built built the empire with you, you know. Um, It's just greed, man. Greed can be a huge downfall for people. And it's important to check yourself and realize, you know, you could actually make more money. Surrounding yourself with the team that helped you build the empire, you know, rather than trying to cut costs or whatnot and think you could do it all by yourself. It's, I mean, you know, some people is driven by ego, you know. What did J. Cole say? Pride is the devil, you know. Yeah. So. Um, that's a fact. It's crazy because I really liked um, Joe Budden and DJ Academics show together. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember the shorty's name that's on there, too. Uh, Nessa, I yeah. believe. I don't I don't know her name, but um, that sounds about right. They um, got Wayno now on it still, right? I think Wayno's done too now. Is the show still going? I'm not entirely sure. I I stopped checking for it. I can't lie, I stopped checking for it once um, Joe Budden was gone. Too. I just felt like it wasn't the same. I mean, Wayno did a great job. There's some episodes I watched that was really good. Yeah. But I just I'm not gonna lie, stop tuning in after a while. Yeah. I mean, I re- I was never um I never tuned into Everyday Struggle like that. I would catch like certain interviews everybody would talk about, like the little Yachty one, for example. Yeah, yeah. But um, I really listened to the Joe Budden podcast. I was a big, it, and it hurt me when uh when both of them broke up. Like, well, everybody broke up and the whole situation took place and everything. So, I mean, it is what it is. 
I just hope you know. I, I'm a I'm, seeing how the situation goes from from my perspective. I'm now like a Rory and Maul fan, so I hope those two dudes do a podcast. I think they have the connections to make their podcast interesting. There are, if I'm not mistaken, they're the reason why they got a lot of guests on there, like rappers and basketball players. So, any other pods that you like a lot outside of that one? Just a bunch of like Lakers ones that I listen to, like the Laker Film Room is one that I listen to. But that's like nerdy breakdown sports X's and O's type stuff. Um, as far as any other chill talk podcast like that, I mean, I listen to some episodes of No Jumper, depending on who they're interviewing. But other than that, nah, not really. Um, of course, you know, I listen to the Junkies all the time, so and I don't catch them in the morning, so I'll, I'll, uh, I'll listen to the pod. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why you don't like them, but I also listen to the Bronx Pinstripe Show, which is um Yankees podcast. Okay. But another one that I recently started listening to was Behind the Baller, the Ben Baller podcast. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, and then of course Sopranos pod. I listen to the Office. Talking Sopranos. Oh, yeah. that's another one I listen Talking to. Talking Sopranos, He's Office Ladies. Me. Um, the Office Ladies is like a re, you know they rewatched the Office, which is the two shorties that was on the Office. Which ones? Um, Angela and um Pam. Okay, Angela was like the super religious one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And Pam, of course. Yeah, yeah I know Pam. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I but I just wanted to shout out the Ben Baller podcast because I listened to that recently and I kind of like that. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, cool, cool. Um, and then I also listened to um, All the Smoke. Oh, with Matt Barnes and Steven, Steven Jackson? Yeah, I like them too. But for, for, yo, I'm not trying to like, I'm not trying to talk shit, but is it me or is that, that mic quality not crisp? I got to re-listen to it because it's been a minute. That, yeah, because I'm not going to lie, bro. Ain't but I think Showtime does the does the uh, production for it. Yeah, there's no excuse, man. I Somebody. just feel like that quality is not as crisp. And I used to listen to Michael Rappaport a lot, bro, until he switched to Luminary. And I just just been lazy to sign up with that. But it's been a minute. Yeah, I don't like him. Yeah, I, I can't lie. I fuck with Michael Rappaport, bro. I don't. And especially after that whole Kevin Durant situation, I just disliked him even more. You know what? Like with that whole situation, um, for, for those who don't know... Um, Michael Rappaport exposed Kevin Durant threatening him, um, and bro, he cursed him out. What do you expect him to do? He didn't curse him out. He didn't say you're a piece of shit. He, That's he just practically curses, what he, he said. He curses when he talks. But now this is how I look at it, right? So Michael Rappaport, bro, he's not. He's not a, a reporter. He's not a journalist. He's not somebody that's. Uh, a, a member of the sports media per se so he he's not gonna live by the same rules where he has to try to appease like like some guys know what to say what not to say so they don't lose the the, the ability to go and interview and show up to press conferences and this that and the third but michael rapaport is a certified and being from woolbridge i can appreciate this he's a certified shit talker he's just talking shit like he's gonna be like oh like bro your shoes dusty you know, you smell musty, your toes crusty, whatever. You know what I'm saying? You should look he, in the mirror. Yeah, of course. But he talks shit about himself, too. That's the beauty of it. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is, I, like, that's what he's telling you while he's dapping you up and showing you love. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just part of his character. Yeah, like, but I mean, shit. I saw those DMs that he screenshotted. It did not look nice at all. Like, at the end of the day, bro, you got to realize certain players, there's certain players you're just not going to. There's one thing about. There's one thing to talk about how they play on the court. There's another thing to completely disrespect them. But look, you and at look the like end this. of the day, you can't be mad when a player says he's going to beat your ass. Nah, bro. This is how I look at it, bro. Because there's certain levels. Of, that's why I love Russell Westbrook. Because there is times where fans, I don't know what they chanted, but somebody chanted something disrespectful, and he's like, "I'm gonna beat your ass, and I'm gonna beat your wife's ass too." 
Yeah, so so the, and I the, love that energy. I love it. Nah, I love it. That's what I, I live for. I'm not gonna lie. Like I, I understand where you're coming from too, but at the same at the same time, like there's an art to this shit talking. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, but certain like peeps. like 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 growing up, right? Me and my friends, out of love, bro, we would we would say the grimiest shit. To yeah, each but other. y'all homies. Exactly right. So so that's 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 exactly what I'm getting to. But if you don't know me and we talking shit, then. Then it's a competition, right? Then I look at it like, oh, all right, now I gotta fry you up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not looking at it like I gotta fight this dude. I'm not because to me that's insecurity. Like if you're gonna tell me my shoes dusty and I'm gonna fight you, it's because I'm insecure about my shoes. You know what I'm saying? Or I'm in my feelings or whatever. I'm not in my feelings. I'm not about to fight over. It, especially if you're Michael Rappaport and I'm Kevin Durant. I'm one of the greatest athletes in the world trying to fight uh, a, a five foot six uh, or whatever. You know, whatever he might be. At best, he's what six two. You know what I'm saying? Just regular Joe, you know what I'm saying? Like, probably slightly overweight, you know what I'm saying? Six. Like, I don't know exactly what 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 his what his stats is, um, but but you know what I'm saying? Like, why why I'm gonna pick a fight with you? That's like if a kid walked up to you and said, "Ew, you're ugly," you know, you don't even got to entertain that, you know what I'm saying? That's what kids do. Kids just talk shit. Like, they're that's just how they are, you know what I'm saying? Just ha ha ha. That's it. I just keep it rolling, you know. I'm not gonna be like, yo, I'm gonna smack you in your mouth. Thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> meet me outside in the corner of blah la 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 la. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, what what are you gonna prove? Let's say you beat Michael Rappaport's ass. What do you prove? There's it's a lose lose situation because number one, it's not about proving anything. It's about humbling that dude up. But why? Why is it Kevin Durant's place to humble somebody? Because that's, that's there's no- certain lines you don't say to people. Certain yeah. things you don't say. Yeah, and that's talking shit about someone's family. Talking shit about someone's religion, like there and was I a think clip. That's it. L- let me let me give you an example, or, right? Or or don't invite another man to your body. Like if you on that suck my dick shit, and somebody comes smack you in the face, then you deserve that. You know what I'm saying? That's so something that OG let me, taught let me years ago. Let me um let me tell you something. There is a clip, right? Dame is walking to his team bus. The fan, you know how fans be outside sometimes. So he's walking into his team bus. I think he signs an autograph, something, and somebody in the crowd is like, "Yo, Dame, you a you a uh, what do you say? You a bitch ass hoe, right?" As he's walking away And then he turns back around He's like Which one of y'all said that Which one of y'all said that You know what I'm saying And in that situation I mean I, If he smacked the dude I wouldn't be mad at him Nah bro I mean at the end of the day It's just one of those things Like alright You a bitch ass So okay No problem And what Like I am I have more money Than you'll ever know. make in, my, in your life You know what I'm saying Like I, I look at it like I look at it like this There's no need to fight over words Cause If I'm gonna fight It's something that is Like you know what I'm saying Like I it's something that's for me bigger than words, bigger than anything. Like something about you violate my family, bro. I've told you situations multiple times. People have come up to me and said this, that, and the third. Yeah. And you know what? It's just not worth it to fight somebody over that. You know what I'm saying? I might even have, like, bro. Ninety nine percent of the time, if you see me out and about, I'm strapped. You know what I'm saying? Never once do I think y'all. Gonna, I'm gonna brandish my firearm. But well, that's gonna, a little different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know but what I'm saying? at the end of the day, bro. Like if you're gonna come up to me and hit me. Then we're gonna fight. But other than that, it's not words. We're not about to fight over them words. My man Saeed in the studio. Hey, Saeed let y'all came know. in My through. guy Saeed. Assalamu alaikum, bro. How you feeling, baby? Bro? How you doing, man? Doing okay? Everything good? And we got the third mic. Hey, what, what mic number is that? Three? That's number two? Yes. Oh, that is no, that's number, number three. three. Oh, it's no, it's three. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Bad, 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 bad. Four. All right, cool, cool. Um, but yeah, we just, Saeed just joined us. We, we still we still killing the intro, bro. We talking about Kevin Durant and Michael Rappaport's little beef that they had. But, We're talking um, about if people are justified in whipping someone's ass. Over talking shit. Over talking shit. Somebody came up to you and was like, yo, 
Yo, your beard looking nasty. Like you looking ugly. Da da da. You gonna and fight you, him over you, that, bro? You, you or are you gonna uh, just keep it pushing? Just gonna keep it pushing. But I mean, it gonna affect my paycheck. So you know. Ah. Uh, <laughs> said I logged into my bank account. Nothing changed. So I'm indifferent. Well, I think we all built kind of different because of our faith and how we were built up. And of course, we're older now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but so, I also feel like, bro, like I was on that hot shit when I was 17, 18, 19. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Growing up, like. You could, bro, anything will will pop off and I'm ready to go to jail. You know what? You know, what? You know what? Because you start factoring in the logistics like, damn, I, after this, I probably got to go to the hospital. Bro, a, I worry about the police. Old, I got to. It's, it's not even that, bro. I, yeah. Like once you once you've been through certain things in life, you realize like you could weigh it out. You know what I'm saying? It's not worth it, bro. Again, something OG taught me before you ever hit anybody in the face. Remember, is it worth doing at least two weeks? Because you're going to go in for at least two weeks. And yeah. chances are you might, if you're staying for a short stay, you might not even get classified. So you're going to be in C-Pod, depending on where you're at. You might, you know what I'm saying? You might be just locked down for that time. You might not even go into classification and go be with Gem Pop. You might just be shut down by yourself 24 hours, two yeah. showers a week. You know what I'm saying? Like, once you've been in those situations. That's what I'm saying, the logistics. Yeah, you bro, you got you to think, okay, it. my lawyer's going to cost me three to five bands at least. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. Yo, that's why Kevin Durant's talking that shit, bro. Because you probably never had to. I mean, you're from Maryland, bro. You should know better. I got a cousin. Short story. You I feel got me. A, I got a cousin that got in a, a a fight in a house party, right? And the dude initiated everything. He was the bro. The and person that's in my bad. Wrong. I just want to say that's minimum two weeks. You know, you might God forbid you might hit somebody the wrong way and they never get back up. Yeah. You really? You, are you ready to take a manslaughter charge? You know what I'm saying? Here's the thing. Just to uh, the follow up on that. Pretty much, my cousin got into a house party fight. The dude initiated was being super disrespectful, blah da da da, and um, he ended up beating the dude so bad. I mean, the dude was knocked unconscious, left bleeding, you know, had fractures of all kinds in, in his in his jaw or whatever, malicious wounding. Yeah, and this is the guy that initiated <laughs> the dude that lost <laughs> the know? fight. The dude that lost the fight initiated it, but the fact that he was so beat up, he was able to pretty much. Uh, File, file charges against him oh, and he bitch. got and listen listen the charges you know what they were attempted murder there you that's go. what they try to try to frame well, it with, with. i mean the but only time he, i've seen that happen is if somebody's hands are registered like if they're a pro fighter and you boop, boop, boop then you get but it was attempted murder, i guess assault, because assault with a deadly weapon the because of how badly he was beaten and the and the uh the extent of his injuries they charge him with attempted murder and if you don't and, mind me asking did that the family member end up doing time no yeah. so what ended he had up to happen, sit down during he, the, he yes he yep. did but then what ended up happening is when he went to court the dude never showed up so the judge dismissed the case all right so that that right there i mean he had to i'm sure pay for so a he lawyer. got lucky yep yeah so he played a lot for a lawyer I yeah remember so that. So, yep. so that's just what it comes down to you know um and that just tells me kevin durant i'm sorry bro i love your game you're not about that life. my aunt was stressed too i'll never forget that she was super stressed the whole family was stressed they of thought course. he was gonna go away for a long bro, time I'm going to say 90% of these dudes talking shit never had to call their mom from a jail phone. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. don't know that. You, they don't know that feeling. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's, it's just one of those things. It affects the whole family too. Yeah, exactly. You know? it's, it's one of those things, bro, where I've I've seen it so many times, you know, with friends of mine and, and I've seen what happens to people mm-hmm. in those situations that I just, I literally chose at, at a young age to just never, like, if I know there's going to be alcohol at a party, I don't yeah. even go. Same. Because I know, like you said, like, there's certain things that it is worth fighting for and when people... You know, lost in the sauce, they might just come out of nowhere and say some foul shit about your family, about you know what I'm saying, like yeah, your religion, something, you know. And then for me, that is where I I can't I you know that's where yeah. I draw the line. You know what I'm saying? For me, that's when it get that's when you start 
cal- making calculations. And those, those <laughs> <laughs> you start planning hell two yeah. weeks ahead in your head. Yeah, hell yeah. Nah, but um, also on Try top of that, vacation days lined up. <laughs> it's uh, on top of that, it's usually those people that you know end up apologizing the day after. Yo, I was sorry. I was so. I didn't even know what I was saying, type stuff, and it's like yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, so, so I, I'd rather not be around it at all. Then a hundred percent, bro. So, and that's how I look at it. I just try to stay away from all of that because it's just not worth it. At yeah. the end of the day, it's not worth it. All that gangster shit, da, 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 it's not worth it, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, Alhamdulillah, we're not people that we have nothing to lose and this that. You know what I'm saying? If I if I feel like I have something to lose, and I'm sure Kevin Durant got to feel like he's got something to lose. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just not even worth. You know, saying those types of things to people and trying to create that type of negative, you know, negative vibe. Even if that individual started it, you just got to you got to be grown enough to or a man enough to just walk away. Yeah. I mean, I don't think Michael Rappaport said anything that was worth trying to violate him physically. You know what I mean? He's trying to play victim, too. I saw him on Undisputed crying. He was crying on Undisputed. Nah, I, I mean... He was I crying, bro. I don't think he was trying to play victim. He he even said, like, yo, I didn't think it was going to get as big as it did. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know, he, he stepped out there and just said, like, yo, it is what it is. Like, it's, I didn't expect it to get this big. You know, I was just talking my shit, shared it with my fans, and then it blew up. It's, that's just how it goes sometimes. I mean, he's got a platform, yes. so he should know better, too. Um, if, I, if you were in Michael Rappaport's shoes, what would you have done? I would apologize. No, no, no. I'm saying instead of posting the, the, the this, that, and the third, would you have met up for the fight? Would you have tried to shoot the fair one? With Kevin Durant? Exactly. So you but got- I, I, I mean, but at the end of the day, my character is not like him. You know what I'm so, saying? Like, so what I'm, if you were in I'm, Kevin Durant's shoes and somebody's making videos about you online? Like, yo, your podcast weak. Your voice. <laughs> you, you sound like little Anthony and the Imperials. You sound like a female. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, bro, your your, your beard is looking light right now. You got to get a shape up. What, what, what are they going to say? Your watch is fake. Now, you know what I'm saying? What, what would you say? Like, how are you going to start acting? I mean. It, what are you about to say? Like, how are you going to respond to that? You know what I mean? I shrug it off. Exactly. That's I would true. probably laugh. I'd be like, "That's a good one." Exactly, <laughs> that's a right? good one. So, 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 personally, I, I agree. I would feel the same way. If anything, I might just go right back and just roast you right back up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And get get some laughs too, and then you know, it is what it is. I'm gonna give you a pound when I see you because this is what we do. You know, we're, at least over here, like shit talk is a sport in itself. You that know is what true. Saying? You Maybe. might you you might have <laughs> you know you might it's part of it's part of sports too, bro. You might be playing ball, and sometimes. You know your opponent. That's how I am. If my opponent is getting the better of me, and and I, I can't physically match him, then what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to wear him down mentally, right? I'm gonna There's like, certain people I've heard that you really wore down mentally. Yeah, but that's what and I it, do. It translated off the court too, though. That's what I do. And then I always afterwards I always say, look, it's just it was just you know I, I leave it on the court. You know I, I'm not going to take that with me. Now maybe other people might take that with them. Um, and yeah, uh, growing up, it happened, you know, where, you know, somebody might, you know, th- there might just be a fight right there on the basketball court. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, at the end of the day, that's how it, I mean, I got in a fight on a basketball court before, you know what I'm saying? One of my best friends just swung at me after a game because I lost the game just being stupid and he just couldn't handle taking that L and just swung on me and then, you know, apologized to me the next day like, yo, bro, my bad. Like, you know, we just dapped it up and kept it rolling. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just yeah. fought, we fought it out. I'm not going to say we fought it out. He just whipped my ass real quick. <laughs> <laughs> and then apologized the next day. I was like, hey, it is what it is, bro. Yeah. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know. I just I, was, I just feel like some, you're not about that life. You shouldn't talk that shit, bro. Just put it to the side. Yeah, let's, yeah, leave it at that. Yeah. 
I mean, so I don't know how this conversation got dragged so it, long. It went, it went on a, a little good uh, story time. Yeah, we, we're slash. For, we're damn near forty five minutes into the intro, and sometimes yeah. it just be like that. I guess. Yeah, it's all good though. Yeah, I mean, and it was kind of old. I mean, it is old news now. Anyways, that was like a month old, two months old that Kevin Durant. Yeah, situation. I know. It's just you were bringing up podcasts. Sorry, yeah, absolutely. I, we usually go on these tangents sometimes, but yeah. I, I hope it makes for good content. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You guys let us know what you think, man. Um, I know, I know, we just had our best episode yet with my man Omar. Shout out to you. I know you're gonna be listening because you're you're an avid listener. Um, but yeah, um, we just had our best podcast yet. And if you guys are fucking with the podcast, just go ahead and uh, take a screenshot of this, share it on your social media, let your friends and family know if you think they're going to enjoy our our content. Um, yep. If you, if you want to contribute, definitely. Uh, you can email us. You can email us filmroomfiles at gmail dot com and send us a voice memo. We can play it during the show. You can hit us up on Instagram or Twitter at filmroomfiles, um, and let us know what you think. Um, for the rest of the show, we're gonna get into a couple of different topics. We got some some stuff lined up for the NFL. We got some stuff lined up for the NBA. Um, and at the end of the show, um, Saeed actually has another. Um, NBA Top Shot Pack that we're gonna Damn, try to man. open. You've been killing the yeah, cues, and, and, and bro. Shout out, shout out to Don Hade. Shout out to my man Armando. He um he also signed up. He's got some packs too. He just hey, told me. shout out my man's Armando. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, and then I don't know if we brought if we, did we bring our cards that we want, that we were talking about last time. Ooh. We we didn't do that. It's I all right. Know. We don't have to do that because we were, we were already forty five minutes deep. Anyways, um, do you want to start with the NFL or the NBA? Yeah, yeah. NFL? Let's get into it. What What do you think? NFL first. Yeah. All right, so um, we'll just keep it rolling then. Um, so the first thing I wanted to do, I mean, as you know, the NFL schedules have come out. Yes, sir. Um, we can just get right into the to the new NFL, um, the new NFL news that just came out recently. Um, Which in is regards to scheduling. all the NFL scheduling, right? So, obviously, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick some games here that kind of uh, I took note of. Um, of course, you know, being a Colts fan, the first one that I'm going to want to see is the Seahawks and Colts matchup that's going to be uh, during week one. Of course, I think other people are going to enjoy it too, like regular casual fans too, because of course it's Russell Wilson with one of the best offenses with DK Metcalf. And then, of course, you're going to see the debut of Carson Wentz and whether or not Carson Wentz is going to be able to perform or what he's going to look like and and. What's the season? I mean, it's hard to judge a game based off, you know, one game. Or, I'm sorry, the season based off one game. But um, I think we'll get some answers there. I definitely like the uh, the Browns versus Chiefs matchup. Because, of course, you got a high-powered offense going against a really high-powered defense. And we're still on week one, right? Yeah, that's on week one. So those two matchups are, are going to stand out to me. I don't like the uh, – I think the opener is going to be the uh, the Buccaneers versus the Cowboys. Um, I mean, you know, yeah, September ninth. I mean, that's gonna get them the ratings for sure, you know. But it's not for me personally. It's not for me. I mean, I'll be curious how the Cowboys play, but y'all know how I feel about Tom Brady, and you know how I feel. Everybody knows how I feel about Tom Brady. So, Ooh, I, have, I know somebody that's not gonna like that. Shout out to Ali, man. Throw him in the trash, Tom Brady. I mean, <laughs> um. So after that, of course, another game that's going to be interesting. Everybody was talking about it was the Buccaneers versus the Patriots in Week Four. Um, it's actually going to be played in Foxborough, so Tom Brady is going to be j- coming back in Foxborough. And what's probably funny is all these all these weak ass Boston fans is probably going to cheer for Tom Brady. I wouldn't be surprised if they do. Um, 
Uh, also, I, I just wanted to to throw out there. I think another good matchup week one before we just move on. Sorry, um, the Steelers and Bills. Did you bring that up? Uh, I did not. Damn, I think man. I think that's going to be another good week one matchup. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Um, and the Giants, because you know I'm a Giants fan. I just got to shout out my squad. Um, it's gonna they're gonna be playing the Broncos. Sorry, you you were, you were at week um week four. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm just gonna be kind of jumping around to see like different matchups here. Should, um, should we stay in order? Week two. Do you see anything in week two? Uh, I don't have it in order over here. Okay, I I just wanted to say um for week two real quick, just so we yeah. just kind of stay in order. Um the the um NFC East matchup, the Giants and the Washington Football Team. I'm excited to see what happens there, um because I think that's gonna be one of the the um bigger games for our division. Uh, I don't know. I just thought that's gonna be good. Um, and then I also there's so much uncertainty around you know so many teams right now in terms of like who's gonna be their quarterback. I just feel like it's going to be kind of hard to predict these games as, as like big games, guys. So definitely bear with us because, you know, obviously we could be wrong. We don't know what's going to be going on week three, week four, week five, so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, and then week three, I was going through the schedule for week three. Um, I, I mean, there's there's not a whole lot that's like really jumping out to me. Another NFC East matchup, the Eagles and the Cowboys. I think that's going to be keep, that's going to be a big one. Yep. Um, I want to see what the Rams are made out of. We got the Buccaneers and the Rams um, week three. I think that's going to be an interesting game. And sorry, you were out week four? Yeah, week four. Uh, of course, like I said, the return of Tom Brady at Foxborough. Uh, I personally would have kind of put this game off like in the middle of the week because, of course, the Patriots are still going to be trying to adjust to. I mean, we don't know if Cam Newton is going to be starting for the Patriots or Mac Jones is. But, I mean, they signed a bunch of free agents this offseason, like Hunter Henry and all the other dudes that they signed. So, I mean, I feel like, you know, this matchup is going to definitely be an interesting matchup. And um, I definitely want to see, you know, I mean, anytime I see Tom Brady lose, it's always a good feeling. So hopefully he does lose this matchup. Um, We have, let's see, well, let's see. We have other games of note I wrote down here. Oh, we're going to actually have a Rams versus Lions matchup, uh, which is in week seven. Uh, which should be interesting. Of course, as everybody knows, Jared Goff got traded to the Detroit Lions and Matthew Stafford came to the L.A. Rams, so that's going to be a good game to watch. Um, We have the Cardinals versus the Texans in Week 7, so, of course, J.J. Watt returns to uh, face his team that he was on. And then we have uh, Cam Newton, uh, or I should say the Patriots versus the Panthers in Week 9. We don't know if... Cam Newton is going to be starting, but if he does, it's going to be interesting to see him play his former team. Absolutely. That's, uh, going, to, that's going to be an exciting game. Yeah. And then uh, in week one, here's another good week one matchup we didn't th- think about. Uh, the Panthers versus the Jets because we're going to see Sam Darnold go against Zach Wilson. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So that's going to be another interesting. I, l- Yo, I really like the that the Jets quarterback situation, bro? Have you taken a look at that QB room? Uh, I mean, they just drafted Zach Wilson, so I hope it's – what do you mean? So, do you know who their quarterbacks are besides Zach Wilson? No. But I don't think I need to know, right? But, like, let's just say, like, God forbid the dude just... Let's just say he's not ready. Forget about... um, I mean, forget about anything else. But let's just say... Let's, I don't really want to wish injury on the guy. But what happens if Zach Wilson gets injured or he gets... You know, he's still got the butterflies and you have to bench him or something... Who, I mean, who else he, is there? You play, you play him through. But I feel like the game is so, it's so favorable for quarterbacks now. Like it's really hard to, 
to have a talent like let's just have, say he sprains an ankle. I mean, who's gonna play? You got nobody. You got who's Mike White? I mean, you could say that about anybody though. And once their starting quarterback goes down, there's only a few nah, teams that have bro, a solid backup out. Op- get a solid backup option. I mean, we're talking about nobodies, bro. If, if I if I if I told you, um, who's the Giants' backup? Uh, I think Colt McCoy, right? Is it still Colt McCoy? I have to double check. I, I believe it was Colt McCoy last year. Who's the Washington football team backup? Um, they have two. They have um Heineke still, who played that last game, who actually put on a show. Um, and then they got the Bama from the Panthers, generic ass name. I can't remember. I can never. Kyle, Kyle, yeah. <laughs> you always mess two, it two up, bro. It's so funny. Yeah, anybody with two first names, generic like that, I'll, I'll never remember your name. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's there's backups that have NFL experience, some pro experience. We know who they are. They've been around. Um, and yeah, they're 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 not going to be the most solid backup um, that you could just plug in, and you don't have to worry about it. Um, like like Teddy Bridgewater when he went I think seven and zero or six and one or whatever. Um, but at the end of the day, they're people that we know. If if you're a football fan, yeah, I mean, that's that's how I feel at least. I mean, I mean it's the Jets, you know. what I'm saying like for sure, for sure, for sure. I, I'll just I just wanted to throw that out there because I've never really seen anything like that. Like typically teams will go jump in a free agency or you know what I'm saying something. Um, but. We still haven't really seen too much with the Jets. I mean, the, you know, season's not even started yet, so I'm sure they're gonna they're gonna acquire somebody if something God forbid happens, if the kid's showing signs that he's gonna um, choke or whatever the case is. Yeah, Alex Smith on the phone. Oh my God, kid <laughs> <laughs> Alex Smith on the phone. I think he's done. He retired. Yeah, yeah but he, he, and I've heard actually teams gave him offers. I believe it. Yeah, I think he just didn't want to take it. Look, Patrick know. Mahomes. I mean, of course, a lot of his progression is due to him. But I mean, I think he'll he'll even tell you himself that Alex Smith helped a lot in terms of his progression, in terms of being able to read defenses at an NFL level and make the right decisions. It's the fact that he has that ability along with his arm that you know makes him the best quarterback in the NFL, and possibly one of the best quarterbacks we might ever see, um, just based on how on on how he plays on the field. Uh, any other matchups that you really you really uh, are excited to see? I could tell you what I'm not excited to see. The oh. Col- the Colts' first five games is against, <laughs> and four of them is against uh, four of the first five is against teams that have made the playoffs, and then the fifth game is against the Dolphins, which won ten games. So the fact that we have to play all these playoff teams with a new quarterback that we're probably going to have to get adjusted to. And the Colts kind of are known for kind of struggling. Weren't they division winners, though, last year? Nah, it was the uh, the Titans that won. It was the oh, wild card. Right. Yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. So um, the Colts typically do struggle in those first four games and then pick it up after there. But, I mean, we can't really afford to go, like, 1-4, and 0-4, four, four, in my opinion. I just don't think. Like, I just hope we can at least go 2-2, two and two, uh, best-case scenario. But if we fall under uh one and four, zero and four, I don't really see the playoffs really being in that type of reach. So, um, real quick I wanted to ask you, um, is there is it cool if we get into like doing predictions for the for the different divisions? I mean, I don't know, 'cause I, I, I really can't tell right now. Um, so let's just throw it out there. I mean, it doesn't have to be perfect, you know what I'm saying? Um, or we could just do a few. 
Um, I could I, give I you an early, early season one, but I mean, it's yeah. No, I feel no, more I mean, comfortable course, giving we, it after like week one. Yeah, we don't really know anything, but I mean, it's. I just feel like it would be good show content to be okay. honest. Um, so we'll start with uh, NFC West. Mm-hmm. Um, we we had a, a lot of things shake up and for those teams, um, but I still think Seattle is gonna if their defense could could come together. I think we're really gonna we're gonna see Seattle emerge as the um the top team in the NFC West. Um can you see the Rams, Cardinals or 49ers getting the best of them? Uh I'm going to go ahead and say a fully healthy Niners squad is probably going to take that division. But I, I feel like there, there there's so much uncertainty around the quarterback there still. It doesn't matter, bro. When that defensive line is healthy, when they got Nick Bosa on that defensive line, all you got to do is just have the other dudes do their job and it's going to be an easy time for them. Um, they have a pretty good offensive line still. Um, it's really just having Jimmy Garoppolo stay healthy. And then of course, uh, winning. I mean, I do feel like they're one of the best teams at the line of scrimmage. So that's why I feel like they're going to win that division. Hey, and you always say that's where, that's where games are won and lost. Yeah. In the trenches. Yeah. That's what, that's why I feel so optimistic about the Niners. They're actually low key. My favorite team of watch that's not my team oh i love that bro that's yeah so it, they, uh, just because i like kyle shan like the way he runs the offense i'm really interested in and i also like how sean McVay runs the offense and then um nfc south again tampa right i think we both agree on that nfc south yeah because this year i mean with the loss of drew Brees, i, I really don't see yeah with drew Brees being retired yeah it's definitely tampa I mean, they have the most stacked roster out of everybody, too. I'd like to say the Panthers, but we just don't know what we're going to get out of that squad. Um, but the Falcons, I feel like, are going to be low-key sneaky this year. They're going to score a lot of points. Yeah. The question is whether yeah, their defense. defense can keep up with it. Because let me tell you something. All these people pissed off that the Falcons pick. Like I've seen a lot of Falcons fans pissed off that they pick Kyle Pitts. Let me tell you something. When you see Kyle Pitts play, and then you have him next to Calvin Ridley, and then you have him next to Julio Jones... All that shit talking is going to go away as soon as he steps on that field. Um, and with Matty Ice thrown to him? Sorry, yeah. With Matty Ice thrown to him? Yeah. It's a wrap. Nah, um, I'm not going to say I was pissed about it, but I was definitely questioning that pick. I think we talked about it when we went over the draft. Um, so we'll, we'll get into the um, NFC East. Do you think, first of all, it's going to be as bad as last year? The absolute worst? <laughs> nah. What does that sound, bro? That, no, that, that, that was the water. Yeah, yep, yep. Sorry I got to make sure that. nobody heard the... Nobody thought that was a fart or anything. You no, 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 no. Um, nah, that uh, was like a half a burp. That was like... A, this just came... I was like... Trying to hold that joint. Um, NFC East... I not- can't believe that came through the mic. <laughs> My bad, y'all. Sorry, it's all guys. Good. So, yeah. It's- NFC East. Do you think it's going right. to be as bad as last year? Uh, I mean... I mean... Th- there wasn't that I mean I think it's going to be between the Cowboys and the Washington football team to keep it real with you okay Uh, how come I think Daniel Jones is still probably going to still show that he turns over the ball a lot and at that point I mean you can have all the offensive weapons in the world but when you have a quarterback that's giving up the ball all the time you don't have a chance for your offense to stay out on the field I think they have a solid defense still they still do but at the same time you got to get your defense off the field as well that's a fact so Um, that part, uh, and then, of course, what's the other team I'm forgetting? The Eagles, I just don't trust Jalen Hurts. I don't think we've seen enough of him. Yep. Of course, uh, when I was watching him in college, I mean, this is a dude that got pretty much transferred out of Alabama in favor of Tua. You know what I'm saying? So I don't see Jalen. I mean, 
Jalen Hurts to me, when he got into the NFL, I always thought he was going to be like a gadget weapon. I never thought that he would seriously be taken as a as an NFL starter quarterback. But um, yeah, it's just it's just yeah. I, I I don't see those two teams doing good. But when you got my man's Ryan Fitzmagic, yep. I mean, he's either going to give you the best game of his life or the worst game. It's always on and off with that. But they have the best. I feel like they also have the best team at the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Uh, the Washington football team. And then the Cowboys. I mean, we'll see what they look like with Dak back. I mean. Uh, I just wanted to really quickly say we're, we're joined by my man, Tamim. Tamim, say what's hey, up to him, bro. Just say what's, what's up. up yeah, you got to get close to the mic a little bit when you, when you talk to him. How you guys doing? Hey, hey. my man with the sexy voice. Yeah. Oh, so my goodness. Teddy Pendergrass, <laughs> yo, Timmy Pendergrass, yeah, Timmy Pendergrass, right now. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to say we should, we joined by Tamim too. He's gonna be in and out of the other pod. Sure. We got some family over, so yeah, I just wanted you to say what's up to him. Glad to be here, guys. Yes, sir. Yes, hey, sir. Been a listener, and I've uh, been here a few times, but I've never actually been on the podcast, so I'm excited. Yeah, hey, yeah my man, man Tim. Yeah, we're just talking football. Uh, I know you're not you're not huge into the NFL. Um, you're more of a Formula One guy. Yes. We, we Formula might, One. Yeah, we might we might do a Formula One thing for my man definitely, Timmy. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I'm I'm actually low key. I'm getting into Formula One too. So I'm really? gonna chop it up. Yeah, it's yeah. I'm really not gonna lie. Sport. I'm not a big sports guy. I enjoy playing it, but I, I don't really keep up or watch any of it. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, uh, nah. But F1 being the biggest racing series in the world, it's definitely very exciting. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll do a, a a pod or at least a segment on the pod about that one day. Definitely looking forward to that. Yeah, absolutely. F1, yeah. Um, but yeah, back to the back to the NFCs. We're talking R I P to whoever died. I don't know why I'm laughing about it. I'm sorry, bro. But our, every time I think of F one, I think about the dude that went out while he was competing. Nah, I don't know. I'm not here. Some <laughs> Which one was that? I don't know. It was some dude he, I mean, I'm sorry, bro. Like, nah, man, let's get back to the NFC East, bro. I don't want to talk about somebody passed away, man. I'm not gonna yeah, laugh man. at that, bro. My man Izzy is ruthless out moments, here, but not not death, man. My man, tell me, but yo, so so tell me, let me tell you what we're doing right now. We're, we're just talking about the um the different divisions in uh <laughs> in in the NFL, and we're predicting who we think is gonna end up on top of those divisions. Oh, so cool. yeah, um, I, I know you're not too too in in touch with all of that, but I just I just want you to say what's up so people know that you're here yeah, uh, show some love show, hey, shout out to man. my man Tamim and if we have car questions you know yeah you know, my man Tamim is a certified thing, car yeah. guy yes, sir. Um, but yo you know what I think man I think it's going to be the Washington football team it's either going to be them or the Giants and I'm going to tell you why again I, I just like just like you said I, I don't know about Jalen Hurts yet and I don't think that Dak's going to come back 100% he suffered a devastating injury bro um Almost Alex Smith like. I know we were just talking about Alex Smith. Oh yeah, his ankle. Oh my god. Yeah, bro. so we can't we can't forget about that. I mean, yeah. yeah, we see we see him running around in shorts and a t shirt looking good, but when the pads are on and there's you know three four hundred pounders coming at you, um, can you handle that? You know and, what I'm saying? And he's like he's one of the dudes that will. I'm take not gonna say four hundred pounders, but you know two three hundred pounders. <laughs> yeah, bro. Um, let's not disrespect the athletes like that. But no, nah, no, nah, I'm just playing. Um, but. Now, one thing also like to watch out for with Dak is is he gonna take the risk of running out of the pocket and you know scrambling for those extra few yards? And I don't I don't see that happening because of what happened his injury. I think he's gonna be quick to go down. It was very gruesome too. Yeah, absolutely. So so that's why I'm not I'm not gonna be quick to put the um the Cowboys up there. I know everybody's quick to put the Cowboys up there because of the the dynamic duo that is Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott. But I think the Washington Football Team, if 
um, Ryan Fitzpatrick could could show us what he showed in the beginning of last season. Yeah, uh, on the Dolphins, if he if he's playing like that, it's definitely going to be the um, Washington Football Team. Um, but I definitely would not sleep on the Giants if if again big if Daniel Jones has fixed his turnover issues. I think they're gonna they're gonna definitely give Washington a run for their money. Um, and then it takes me to the uh, NFC North, and um, we can also kind of get into something that recently happened with the Packers. Um, they signed Blake Bortles, um, which was a very interesting signing to me because that showed me that um, there's still a lot of question marks around Aaron Rodgers. Uh, so, w- what do you think is going to happen? Do you think do you think it's going to be the Packers, the Bears, the Vikings, or the Lions? Do you want to touch on the Blake Bortles signing? Um, I definitely will touch on that just to kind of add a note with NFC North news. Uh, they did ask the head coach, Matt LaFleur. Um, <laughs> they asked him, they asked him, uh, in the, in the interview, I guess it was like a practice training camp interview with the press. Uh, they asked him about the Aaron, Aaron Rodgers situation. And he said, it's, you know, they, they, uh, they still have the same feelings of wanting to keep him. Um, okay. So that's not how he feels though. Yeah, but I thought it was interesting because that confirms that really just solidifies the fact that Aaron Rodgers wants out and he's not coming back uh, as of right now. So uh, seeing how that situation is going to unfold throughout this whole offseason is going to be, I feel like, the biggest news. Um, And, yeah, I, I just thought that was really interesting. So, of course, if Aaron Rodgers is playing, if he is dressed in the in the green and yellow then of course you know i have the packers winning that division all day but if not that's if not I yep i think uh i think man minnesota is going to take that division mm, you think so i think they i think they're very underrated uh this is a team that's constantly been built uh really what, well what about the new lions that we're seeing uh they're gonna need some time to rebuild they're at a rebuilding stage so you don't think we're golf no, I don't think right now. Maybe, maybe in two years they'll they'll be contenders, or maybe even next year, depending on how well they draft next year. But as of right now, no, I think they're just at a rebuilding stage, mm. and they're probably at very best. They're probably going to go what? Uh, well, it's seventeen games now. What? So they're probably going to go seven and ten at best, eight and nine. I feel so weird to say. Yeah. yeah. So so then we have the AFC South. Um, again, now now that we're we're talking about these teams. I, w- I want to know what you think about Desh- the Deshaun Watson situation. Um, we-, we can get into that as well. But who do you see emerging in the uh, AFC South? The Titans, Colts, Texans, or Jags? Uh, I think it's tough because, of course, Carson Wentz is the biggest question mark, right? Yep. And if he's out there and he's ready to play and he looks like Carson from 2019 and not the Carson from 2020, then I think the Colts easily take that. I shouldn't say easily because the Titans will put up a good fight. Yeah, that's what I was and, thinking. And too. they they have a really good roster with AJ Brown, and of course uh, Derrick Henry as their running back. They went eleven um, and five last year. Yeah, Mike Vrabel is turning out. So to did the be, Colts, but different situation. Yeah, Mike Vrabel is turning out to be an extremely good head coach. I mean, but that offensive line that y'all got, man, serious. Yeah, we did lose our left tackle, but we signed Eric Fisher, who was the. The left tackle that he he was an All Pro selection, uh, but he did tear his Achilles uh, during the postseason or before the postseason. Uh, and 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 of course we got the Jags and the Texans. What do you think is going to happen with the Texans quarterback situation? I mean, the first draft pick that they had, which was a third round pick, they drafted a quarterback. So that lets you know how. I mean, I feel like. Do you they, think Deshaun Watson's going to come back there? 
I don't, I really don't know. I don't know I, what to expect with Roger Goodell. I have no idea. So this from, is going to depend on him. So from what I'm hearing, um, there there's a there's a settlement that's in process right now, where he's settling with the victims um, of the whole you know sexual assault situation, and there may be um, so, people are throwing around the 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 six game suspension. Um, so who knows? Um, and then of course the Jags just scooped up their new quarterback, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. So I think it's going to be exciting to see what happens with him. I think he's the X factor in that division. Um, not Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. Come on, man. Come on, bro. The kneeling, bro. He was kneeling <laughs> before the, it was cool, bro. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> Try to play with me. Um, but hey, let's see what, what he can do, bro. I mean, shoot. Let's let's see what let's see what they got planned for um for Tebow. Um. AFC East, of course, we're gonna say uh, the Bills, right? I don't know. The Patriots made a lot of changes this off season, and you can't count. You can't count out um, Big Bad Billy B. And the Miami Dolphins aren't bad either, bro. They're a very solid roster as well. What, what do you see the Dolphins doing this year? I don't know. I know that they lost three important players. Uh, they lost the defensive end that went to the Patriots. His name is escaping me right now. But you think you they think lost- Tua is going to be their quarterback moving forward? It's hard to say because he didn't really show any. I mean, he was kind of okay last season. They shouldn't have been so out of pocket with Ryan Fitzpatrick, bro. Yeah, they should I have think, never burned that bridge. I think they should have maybe kept him the whole year and had them mentor uh, Tua a little bit more. I think maybe they threw Tua to. I don't know. I, I think Tua is plus a guy, you need a solid backup for the kid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't know, but it should be interesting. Uh, the question mark with Tua probably puts the Dolphins at third. But if I had to pick, I mean, just based off the success in Josh Allen, I would put the Bills number one and then the Patriots number two. And it's crazy to say that because I think this is the first time, I mean, in a long time where we don't favor the Patriots in the division. Yeah. No, I mean, last year, too, I would say we, you know, we didn't really favor the Patriots, I would say, with Cam. Um, but let's see what happens. Yeah. Again, let's see what happens. Uh we have the AFC North, which, in my opinion, is probably one of the toughest divisions. Um, we, ha- I mean, this could be really a toss-up between the top three with the Steelers, Ravens, and Browns, and the Bengals. I mean, I feel like that's a throwaway. But who do you think has the uh, AFC North? The AFC North, I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually put the Steelers third. Third? Yeah, I'm gonna put them third. I think Big Ben is gonna uh, regress really bad this season. I mean, he's in the latter end of his career. Yeah, I think he's gonna regress really bad. But who do you put first, the the Ravens or the Browns? Oh, that's that's where it's tough. That's where it's tough. I think both teams can actually have the same record. I guess eleven and five is no longer a record, right? So eleven and six. So both teams were eleven Maybe. and five last year too, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, oh, I didn't even know that. I was yes, just, sir. So um, they're very similar. I'm gonna have to say. Man, it's gonna sound crazy, but I like the Browns. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, I I agree. I, th- I think it's gonna be a close one between the Ravens and the Browns. It's gonna be. It's tough for me to pick. I would just Nick Chubb is a beast, bro. Nick Chubb is a beast, but I'm gonna I'm gonna probably have to give it to the Ravens there, simply because I think Lamar is gonna is gonna be like on another level this year. If he if he can stay healthy, I think Lamar. They did gonna, draft that uh, that wide receiver. They drafted was really nasty too. Um. And then, of course, AFC West. I'm sure we don't really have to get into that. It's going to be the Chiefs. So long as everyone's healthy, got to be the Chiefs, right? You think the Raiders or the Chargers are going to give them a run for their money? Nah, but what if the Broncos get Aaron Rodgers? Ooh. Mm. Ooh. 
that's where it's gonna get scary. Yeah. You know, Aaron Rodgers is definitely a bad man. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I just I want I wanted to do that little exercise with you. I know it's really early right now, but um, just wanted to just wanted to see what your thoughts were. Yeah. Um, as we're we're getting closer to like an hour and fifteen into the podcast, figured you know we will have some good content there. Um, also want to talk a little bit MLB. I'm not sure if we'll get to that. I know every week I say that, and then we ended up not we end up not doing that. Um, just because there's not a whole lot, you know, it's, it's the MLB is a marathon. So we are still in the beginning of it. Um, but is there anything else you want to add to the NFL? Nah, I think we covered it. We, we just, we did everything there. Yes, sir. I will keep it rolling. Okay. Okay. So, um, the time we've been all waiting for, I guess the NBA talk because we're going into playoffs. Yes. And we I, wrapped up the year too. Yeah. We wrapped up the year. We got a lot of stuff going on right now with the, uh, NBA I guess we could start with the um the uh the playing games. Uh-huh. Uh that's that's going to be that's going to be super interesting because as you guys know the playing the playing games um teams 7 and 8 go against each other the winner advances the loser goes against the winners of 9 and 10 who then advances into the playoffs. Um what what do you think about the uh the matchups for the playing tournament. So the first matchup, or the playing games, I guess. The first matchup I'm gonna go with is the Washington Wizards versus the Boston Celtics. Um, with this matchup, we have we're gonna have to give it to the Wiz, right? I'm gonna give it to the Wiz. Yes, sir. Now, uh, let me explain why Celtics have lost ten of their last fifteen games. Jalen Brown is out for the season, and then the Wizards have won seventeen. I think of Marcus their last Smart too, right? I'm not sure about Marcus Smart. Okay. Now here's the thing. Also, Bradley Beal's hamstring has also been an issue as as well. And you know what we say about hamstrings? Yeah, it's one of the top three trickiest injuries to deal with, along with spicy booty. Sorry. <laughs> <I'm kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> yo, Sai, um, you missed the spicy booty talk. Yeah, bro. You, you missed gotta, that segment. Yo, wait till you listen to the first part of the pod, bro. You're gonna laugh. You're gonna you're gonna laugh your ass off. Yeah, no pun intended. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You just don't stop, bro. I can't, you just I can't, don't stop. Bro, I'm on fire. I can't. Uh, oh my You're god. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, got got. Uh, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna fall back. I'm gonna fall can't. back. I'm gonna fall back. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Sorry about that, y'all. Oh my god, bro. I dropped my whole setup here <laughs> from laughing good, so hard. Get it out, bro. Um. So yeah, we got, <laughs> yeah, my man Izzy still going. I love it. Uh, we got we got the Wizards and the in the Celtics. I think we both agree on the Celtics. Um, real quick, should I tell them what the top three trickiest injuries in basketball are? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I'm gonna let y'all know real quick. Okay, so we already said hamstring. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to throw Achilles. The Achilles is another one really tricky to deal with. Of course, lately people have been coming back a lot better and healthier off the Achilles, um, and and the the. The final one um, is going to have to be a groin. Um, I, I hope you guys, uh, you know, if you watch enough basketball, you know exactly what if you play basketball. Um, but I hope you guys never had to deal with any one of those three injuries. And, of course, uh, one thing that I know my man Izzy likes to hear is the honorable mention. Yes. My honorable mention is going to be back spasms. Definitely the honorable mention of the uh, of the list is the back spasms because that one. Actually, you know what? We might even have to put that in the top three and move the move the groin into the honorable mention. But back spasms could really fuck your whole career up. Yeah. Um, okay. Just, just quickly going off topic, but still on topic. Go ahead. Um, spicy booty, right? So <laughs> I'm sorry, guys, to bring it back to this, but do you remember that game where Paul Pierce had to be carried off on a wheelchair? I don't know if we oh, talked about. Oh, because he shit himself. 
Well, he had to use the restroom, so that's why. <laughs> no, nah, I think he shit himself. Oh, for real? I'm telling you, he shit himself. On and that's court. why he he had that's to get why, the wheelchair. That's why they, he made him get the wheelchair out because he wasn't trying to walk around with the with muddy butt. Yeah, with yeah. the muddy booty. Yeah, uh, with the muddy. Sh- oh God, I'm so sorry. I'm doing this to you guys. Um, but let's keep it rolling, yeah, bro. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to disgust <laughs> our listeners here. Um, yo, uh, the other matchup in and, the uh, East: the Hornets versus the Pacers. The Hornets and the Pacers. This is going to be an interesting game, bro. Because the the Pacers. Um, was they were they're a team that you were talking about about a lot this year not to sleep on the Pacers and to keep an eye on them. Remember early yeah. on into it, and I told you I was going to keep an eye on them, and I have been. And man, they're they're, they're truly a fun young team to watch. Yeah. But then so are the so are the Hornets, bro. Um, and I think I think I'm going to have to give it to the Hornets on, on this one. Yeah, I think with with uh the Both biggest teams, p- by the way, relatively close um record. The the Pacers with thirty four and thirty eight, the Charlotte Hornets thirty three and thirty nine. Sorry. Yeah, and I think uh, Miles Turner is going to be out, and um, the thing with Miles Turner, what he gives you is that rim protection. Mm-hmm. Uh, so without him there, I mean, the Pacers have one of the worst defenses since the All Star break. So without him there, I mean, they're not going to be able to stop Lamella Ball, Miles Bridges doing what they do uh, when they penetrate the paint. Um, yeah, the absolutely. I mean, of course, you know, we talk about. I mean, this isn't really a playoff series, but, I mean, you have to factor in your superstar players, and Sabonis is going to be that superstar player. So will they be Will they be able to kind of contain Sabonis and his impact on there? And um, I don't know if Malcolm Brogdon is going to play because mm-hmm. uh, he's missed the last 10 games uh, because of hamstring injury. Um, and we don't know if he's going to actually be playing uh, this Tuesday, which is actually tomorrow. Yeah. So um, for the play-in tournament. So then, um, let's say the Celtics lose to Washington, and the Charlotte Hornets win. They then have to verse each other to see who's going to advance to go against Philly. And who do you see advancing in that matchup between the hypothetical matchup of Boston and Charlotte? I mean, I'm going to have to go with Boston just because. I mean, they've been really bad this season, but I figure Jason Tatum, Tatum has an unreal, crazy 50-point game. Goes off. That's what I think. That's where I'm gonna disagree with you, man. I'm gonna give it to the Hornets, bro. I know that sounds mm-hmm. crazy. I mean, I guess it's it depends on what's going on with Marcus Smart too. Um, but I feel like the loss of Jalen Brown is gonna be huge for them uh, moving forward. The payout is looking nice if you bet on the Wizards and Hornets. By the way, mm. it's a uh, if you bet on both of them, it's a plus nine hundred. Oh, I might. Oh, that's spicy, baby. I might have to. I might have to you look might into have that to, right there. You might have to do a parlay. Oh my goodness. Um. But then, yeah, so the seventh seed will then advance to go against Brooklyn. And the um, the, the eighth, I guess, whoever ends up winning in that situation will go against Philly. Um, and then we have the play-in tournament in uh, uh, on the West. We have Memphis and uh, San Antonio. What do you see happening there? Um, I'm going to have to give it to the Grizzlies. I think they just got back uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. And even uh, when they played the Warriors – uh, the night before, I mean, he made a huge impact in that game before, you know, Steph Curry does what Steph Curry's been doing this whole entire season. So I think because of him, I think the impact that John Morant has, I think also, uh, who's the big man they have? Jonas, uh, uh, the big dude, the big dude. Uh, Valachunas? Seth, Valachunas, yeah. Yep. I think all three of them are going to be uh, a big enough problem where the, the Spurs are not going to have enough to deal with. Um, I think Derek White is also out with an ankle injury. Um, so now they have to really depend on Kel- 
Keldon Johnson and Devin Vassil uh, to step up for them. Uh, if Derek White was playing, maybe it would look a little different. But right now, I have it favoring the Grizzlies. Um, I don't know, bro. It's it's gonna be hard for me to to give it to the Grizzlies because I just feel like the Spurs. Um, they're not a great great team, but they have the best coach in the NBA, arguably. Um, and Demar Derozan, I believe, is healthy right now. So, you know, they might they might be able to pull it off because De, you know Derozan has some serious. Um, but here's the thing: they some serious playoffs. Diversing Dylan Brooks is one of the best defenders in the NBA. So he's probably. I mean, some people have been saying like I was watching them uh, when they were playing the Warriors. Some people were saying that Dylan Brooks like could be on the L- All NBA defensive team. So if you put Dylan Brooks on Demar, I mean, I just feel like the Grizzlies have too much weapons for the Spurs to keep up with. Um, That's why I'm favoring them. Because, I mean, Dylan Brooks is nasty. I mean, he could take over the scoring load and the defensive load for that team. No, I'm going to agree with you. I definitely think the Grizzlies are going to win. But I just just feel like you can't count out the Spurs, Um, especially with with all the playoff experience that DeRozan's got. Um, And I... Uh, I'm I'm gonna have to say Patty Mills. He, I believe he's healthy as well right now, so he's getting he's getting older, of course. But that guy's got some serious playoff um, experience, so you just can't count out those guys because the playoffs are a different monster, as we all know. Um, I know you don't like well, to the play in tournament, yeah. But even still, it's gonna be a playoff atmosphere. You know what I mean? Because it's gonna be um, for them at least. I, uh, I guess you you yeah you. You know, whoever wins is gonna have to play again. But for them, it's it's do it. If you lose, you're out. You know what I'm saying? It's a wrap. Yeah. Um, and then of course the matchup we've we've been we've been waiting for. Uh, we have the L.A. Lakers going against the Golden State Warriors. We got LeBron. We got AD. We got Steph Curry. Come on, man. We got we got we got a crazy matchup here, man. Um, I mean, I I'm excited. Who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk Fuck out of here. Um, my man, get him with the who would have thunk it. Uh, but yeah, no, nah, but for real, man, I, uh, who do you see winning this game? Uh, are you going to go ahead and give the G pass to the... <laughs> <laughs> you're going to give it to uh, the Lakers? You already know. All right. Well, you already um, know. Honestly, what? AD, what? I, LeBron, who? Yo, I, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's a tough, tough call because, yes, AD, yes, LeBron. But Kevin what? Looney, barbecue chicken. My man. <laughs> Look, I don't know. Kev Bazemore, barbecue chicken. I don't know about barbecue chicken, but I could tell you right now, Steph Curry is on fire. I give him a gunshot for that. <laughs> <laughs> My man, he had to do it. I love it, bro. Um, no, nah, bro. I, I mean, it's going to be tough to contain Steph, bro. Oh, thank you. Uh, I didn't even realize I dropped that. Yeah, Steph, be... you got so excited the AirPods flew from thin air. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's it's gonna be tough to contain Steph, especially because he just got the um, he he got the uh, scoring title in the NBA right now. So um, I just feel like it's gonna be really tough to contain somebody that's that's completely going out of the mind. I mean, okay. Steph Curry could very well win MVP. So let me um, let me actually get serious and give my analysis on this matchup. All right. Um. I think with Steph Curry, of course, there's no denying that he's probably... I mean, I know last podcast we talked about possible MVPs who would have been. I know I said LeBron. I would definitely put Steph Curry on there. I've For whatever reason, I forgot his name, but there's no way the Warriors would be where they're at right now without Steph Curry. 
Absolutely. So I'm throwing his name out there for MVP of the NFL se- I mean of the NBA season. And we'll get we'll get into the we'll get into MVP talk after. Yeah, for sure. And all the other awards. Um but with that being said, I think what's been happening is the Warriors have been going on a crazy win streak, but the thing is is that it's all come from like this super heroic, superhuman performance from Steph Curry, right? And um, a lot of these matchups, he's been one on one, and of course, you know they bump and they bump and you know try to hurt him when he's off ball, when he's trying to go run around off ball underneath screens, over screens, whatever it may be. Uh, but here's the thing with the Lakers: the advantage that they're gonna have is they have probably the best defensive guards out of all teams to send at Curry, right? You got KCP, you got Caruso, you got Schroeder, you got pretty much that's a gauntlet right there. So they have those gauntlet of guards that's going to be coming at Steph Curry. They're going to look at trapping him. Last year they trapped Harden, and Harden was pretty much hurt during the Rockets series. He couldn't do anything. So they're going to trap Curry. When you trap Curry, he doesn't really have that second player that's going to step up and, and be good for them. They also are playing an extremely small ball lineup, right? Because you know, Kevin Looney is only 6'9", right? So the Lakers' small ball lineup is AD at the 5. And we saw what they did last season when they had AD at the 5. Everybody knows AD at the 5 is what's going to happen during the postseason. I and think, there's no answer for it. I think the X factor is going to be Andrew Wiggins. If he can step up and play consistently for the Warriors and perform consistently, then, yeah, absolutely. I think they're going to give the Lakers a run for their money and they're going to go deep into the playoffs. However... Let's just say the Lakers advance, right? The Warriors still play the winner of the Grizzlies and the Spurs, who we both think is the Grizzlies. And you know that, I mean, I don't think there's any debate, right? The Warriors win that. I, I mean, anything I mean, can happen I in say one game. There's no debate because the Grizzlies were doing really well last night until Steph Curry exploded. Yeah, absolutely. But so it's, it's, it's uh, the law of averages. I mean, if you're shooting, which, you know, if, if you have Steph Curry's three point percentage, it's, you're going to make them. You, yeah, you're going to miss a lot. You're but the get thing is, the, way. But are then, you the able more to, you miss, the, the closer the, the makes get. Because here's the thing, because you don't really trap players during the NBA regular season unless you're, not, you're trying to test out your defense, see how it looks. But if the Grizzlies go ahead and just trap Curry all game and he's not able to get to the spots that he wants, maybe he'll get some shot attempts up. I don't think, but, they, can, I don't think they could trap him. I, I mean, don't think so. He's, he's too – bro, Steph Curry could, number one, pull from anywhere on the court. Forget about Logo. Right, he could yeah, but from, you trap him. Okay, but he's also one of the illest ball handlers. We forget we forget how he can slice and dice through a defense. Bro, he'll put that ball between his leg and move right between two, three defenders, no problem. Maybe. Throw a little scoop shot at you and would, off the, the, the top of the glass. You know I'm what I'm saying? I'm not discrediting like, that. Yeah, so so I, I just feel like the, the Memphis Grizzlies are just not going to have what it takes. I think, the, I think the, the Lakers and the Warriors will advance, unless it's just a fluky-ass game. Bro, the, Steph Curry is making... I mean the the players he's around with. I mean, let's be honest, bro. Like, yes, yeah, NBA level type caliber players, but most of these dudes is probably in the G League in a, any other situation outside of Draymond. If we keep it real, I mean, well, what's the rookie's these, name? He yeah. The, Wiseman got injured. They actually played a lot better with Wiseman out. Yo, they looked way he, better. He's with done. Wiseman for, he's out. done. He's done for the rest of the year. Yeah, I didn't they, know that. Yeah, they've looked way better with him out. They've actually been winning games with him out. Yeah, that's how you know. How, that's how how out of touch I've been with the um, with the Warriors outside of stuff. Um, yeah. And what's up with um, 
what's up with Clay Thompson? Is he just that's it for him? I mean, is he? Just I mean, that, he's not gonna come back till next season. Till next season, was was there a reason that he re-aggravate the injury? Or he just never got over it properly. He was. I mean, they uh, when they interviewed him, they said he was just doing a drill that he always does, and he just messed up. Had the injury tore his what was it the Achilles or the I think it was the Achilles, right? Okay, so. So that's it for him till next year. Okay. Yeah. Um, so then we have, we'll get into the games that's already made, the matchups that are made. Um, we'll, we'll stay on the West Coast for now. We got the Clippers in Dallas. Do we want to get into all the matchups or no? Right now? Or should we save that for next pod? Um, I guess we could, we can always save that for the next pod if you'd like. Yeah. We don't have to get too, I mean, we're only an hour and a half in. So let me ask you Not this. What do you, what do you think about the top teams tanking? Because the Nuggets tanked their last two games so they could avoid playing the Lakers. The Clippers tanked uh, their games too. I don't think they tanked. I think they're just resting for playoffs. I think that's nah. What, the Nuggets tanked because as a, as a as a as a person who likes to dabble, some may call it degenerate <laughs> uh, in the world that is sports betting. Um, I feel like that's something that we see always at the end of the year, right? That's as that's like you know that's like when the stock market sells off at the end of the year so they can claim the losses on their taxes. You know what I'm saying? Like it happens every year. You see, you see big teams lose big games. I'm not big games. You see big teams lose games against the, you know, the, the bottom of the barrel teams, because a lot of guys are resting. I mean, I think the um, the Celtics rested their top seven players against the Knicks the other night. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So I just feel like it's one of those things where teams kind of start to coast, especially towards the end of the year. I'm um, especially in this era of load management that we're in. Um, but but. I want to get into into the matchups if that's okay with you, bro. I want to know what do you think about the Clippers and the Mavs? I mean, we saw what Luca did to the to the Clippers last season, right? And uh, he gave him a lot of trouble. If Luca is on point, if Tim Hardaway Jr. is on point, and Prozingis does what he needs to do, if he plays his role, I I actually see the the Mavericks taking that to seven games against a healthy Kawhi and PG. Yeah, really? I wouldn't be surprised. Wow. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to play it, man. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean, of course, the biggest thing with the Clippers, uh, the biggest X factor is actually gonna be uh, Rondo. Um, I thought that was, I really hated the fact that they made that trade, but it's playoff actually, Rondo is a monster, bro. Yeah, so of course he's good for at least averaging eight assists a game, and uh, is he gonna be, is he gonna make a big enough impact where you know he's gonna operate as that quarterback in that situation, right? Because as great as Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are, they're not like they can't really run the offense. They can take over on the offense, but they can't run the offense like a point guard can. So that's where Rondo comes into play and how significant he's going to be. But I mean, they don't have anybody on there that can guard Luka. As great as Kawhi is, as great as Paul George is, Luka, when he's on fire, is, I think, a top seven NBA player, no question, no doubt. And uh, Tim Hardaway, I mean, he either is looking like Clay Thompson or he's looking like your neighborhood dude that's balling at the park. So if he if he's out there looking like Clay Thompson, he's it's not be scary. He's not consistent. I'll be honest. Yeah, but if he's out there, if he's out there hitting them threes and and playing that defense, then I don't know. It's going to be scary. But I'm still going to favor the Clippers in this matchup. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Mavericks took it a seven. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah. Um. Sorry, I was I was in the middle of a chess game too. I'm playing online chess. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I think if you have a healthy, if you ha- if 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 the claw is healthy, bro. I mean, I really don't see. I mean, plus PG, 
Plus, like you said, playoff Rondo. I don't see the the Mavericks taking this because Porzingis is also somebody that's a little bit, as we've seen, a little bit more wishy washy. I mean, he's not as, as consistent as that's as true. we would have liked. Um, being especially you know watching him from the beginning of his career, um, and I, I mean I think the injuries did have a toll on him, of course. Um, but who but, did Luca have on his squad last year where he was able to take that team six? Nah, that's that's for sure. With but, a bum ankle too. Yeah, no, that's for sure. Um, I mean, Luca is is on another level. I absolutely agree. He's top ten for sure in the NBA right now. Um, he might. I mean, you might even make the argument he's top five right now in the NBA. Um, but Kawhi Leonard, bro, is top three maybe in the NBA. You know what I'm saying? So nah, nah, bro. All nah. around defensive and offensive. Come on, bro. I want to um, say top three. Yeah, if he's healthy, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm gonna say top three. Then uh, we might. We don't have to agree on that. Um, but I have a. I have a hard time. Let's just say that I have a hard time putting three players above him. Um, defensive, offensive, all around, both sides of the court. I feel like he's on another level, bro. Um, so I'm gonna have to give it to the Clippers. Um, and then Denver and Portland. What do you think there? That's Denver gonna, and Portland. Yeah, it's gonna be tough, bro. That's gonna be tough. It's gonna be really tough. I think I think uh the biggest thing is probably gonna be Jokic. Uh I think he's gonna be the biggest X factor and I don't think I don't think Portland has the has the size to compete with Jokic and Aaron Gordon. I think they will be able to pull that series off. I think that Aaron Gordon pickup was phenomenal. It was. Especially because of what happened to Jamal Murray. Yeah. Um, like that's such an underrated And Michael Porter Jr. is uh, stepping up and playing a big role for the Nuggets now. And he didn't do bad he didn't do bad last year in the playoffs either. Yeah, so he's gonna be I mean, he's gonna have more experience under his belt. Um he's shooting uh amazing from three point line this season. So I definitely feel like all around the Nuggets have a better team. I definitely think their coach is better too. Um, yeah, so I'll, I'll go with the Nuggets in that matchup. That's so crazy. I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with Portland. I'm I'm just not gonna sleep on my man Dagger Dame, um, Dagger Dame Dollar, because at the end of the day, he, he's just something else. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Um, another one that's in that top five. I mean, I guess Jokic could be in that top five convo too. And I might have already just named all top five players in the NBA right there, just t- talking that shit. Um, but him, CJ McCollum, and that duo. That backcourt is so unstoppable to me, man. Um, I think that their record of forty-two and thirty is is really slight compared to the team that they have. Um, and then you know, Mello, come on, bro, we're not gonna sleep on Mello. Oh, of course not. Um, so I think I, I'm gonna give that to Portland. Um, and then I want to switch gears and get into the to the East. Um, what do you think about Milwaukee and um, and Miami? Damn, that's a hell of a first round matchup, bro. This, these that's playoffs, a first round matchup. That's bro, these crazy. playoffs are gonna be fire. I'm telling you, I think right the now, Eastern Conference gonna is gonna be fire, fire until you run into Brooklyn. Nah, bro. I and think, the same thing with the Western. I, I think it's really. I mean, the Clippers and the Mavericks, the Nuggets and the Trailblazers. It's, it's gonna be all gonna, They're all gonna be at least six games. I'd say, right? It's gonna it's gonna be entertaining. But let me tell you, man. Ultimately, if everybody's healthy. Is gonna come down to what everybody predicted was gonna come down to, Brooklyn versus the Lakers. But with that said, we can still have fun looking at these matchups because it's still gonna be entertaining on our way to there. But ultimately, it's coming down to Brooklyn. So, so and what the do you Lakers. think? But what do you think about Milwaukee and Miami? I so hear Milwaukee and Miami. Here's the thing, right? Normally, I would actually pick the if this was the Bucks team last year, I would actually pick the Heat. And reason being is because mm. they didn't have Drew Holiday. Now Drew Holiday 
I mean, he's such a playmaker and he's such a defensive dog. And the thing with Miami is this team goes through Jimmy Butler, right? Right. It's it's dependent on how well Jimmy Butler plays. As great as everybody else is on that team, Jimmy Butler has to go out there and at least drop 20 points in order for them to win games, right? Um, <clears throat> or if he's dropping at least 17, 18 points. Uh, they do have sharpshooters in Duncan Robinson, uh, Tyler Hero, of course. Um, and then, you know, they have Trevor Ariza as a defensive forward that they can, you know, he's experienced. He, he can. Absolutely. Lots of playoff experience. Yeah. He can. Um, I mean, are they going to. They're probably going to build a wall around Giannis, right? But here's the thing when you build a wall around Giannis. When you build a wall around Giannis, you got kicks, Chris Middleton. You got Chris Middleton. Now you got Drew Holiday. So now you got two solid knockdown shooters. Yep. And not only that, but if he kicks it out to Drew Holiday, he might even just not even shoot it, but try to uh, penetrate the paint and then kick it out to somebody else. So because he has that player that can really um, unlock more of the offense by his playmaking skills, I'm going to favor the Bucks in this matchup. Bro, it's so crazy. I'm going to tell you about a parlay that I had the other night. Uh-huh. Um, just going to get into like the D-Gen lifestyle that is sports betting one more time. Uh, so I had a bet. I had a I had a nice parlay, bro. And um, I mean, I had a few different like big parlays, but my biggest one was um, I put fifty up on Celtics to win the money line versus the um the the T Wolves. Right, this was on the fifteenth, so this was just two nights ago. Uh huh. So I had the Celtics um to win on the money line. They won. I had the Yankees on the run line, right? They had to win by two points or more against Baltimore with Domingo Armand pitching. I felt like that was a given. I had the Knicks to win on a win margin. So they had to win between one and 10 points. If they won by 11, it's over. They won. Uh, and then the final leg of that bet, this would have won me like 1250 bucks. was Chris Middleton hitting three threes. He shot 33%, only attempting three threes. They only made one, bro. I was so mad. Bro. <laughs> and they didn't even give me a cash. If they gave me a cash out option for half the money, I would have took it. Uh, but they didn't even give me a cash out option, fuckers. Um, I guess they knew what they were doing. That's why the books are the books. Um, but golly, if I won that, that would have been such a sick parlay. Damn. Yeah, bro. And I just won. I, I lost tonight on the Yankees, and I lost last night big on the Yankees, too. Fuck. Um, but yeah, sorry. I just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, I had um I had I had a six sports a sports bet. So you you're gonna take the Lakers? I mean, excuse me, you're gonna take the Heat uh, against the Bucks? The Bucks? Oh, the Bucks. Okay, I'm yeah. sorry. Um, yeah, I think that's gonna be another close one. Um, I'm gonna have to go with the Bucks as well. Um, and then the matchup that I was I've been waiting to ask you about. Both teams were 41 and 31 during the regular season. We have the New York Knicks going against the Atlanta Hawks. Oh, I think. Uh... Oh, it's really hard because the, the Hawks look, have looked like a completely different team the past month, month and a half, right? Um, especially after the NBA trade deadline. But, but in I, a series? But in a series, I, I'm a big believer in defense. I think the defense favors the New York Knicks more. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it to the Knicks. Thank you, sir. Um, Thank yeah, you, sir. But it should be interesting to see what Trey Young can do. And we said that if, the, if, the, if Boston lost, they'd go against Charlotte. You said Charlotte would win that? You said Boston would win that. So Boston yeah. would then go against Philadelphia. Philadelphia will smoke them. And then Washington's going to go against... Um, the Nets. The Nets. Oh, that's going to be a good matchup if it happens. Bro, I'm so excited to watch Russell Westbrook play against KD and James Harden. 
That'd be so great. I can't wait. I mean, I don't think so the, I don't think the Wizards are gonna are gonna win a, win in seven game a seven game series against the Nets. But still, but it's just gonna be great. Must see basketball. Bro. Yeah, I can't wait. And to against see that. James Harden too. Did you say James Harden? I think I said Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant and James Harden. Yeah, yeah. yeah, But uh, Kyrie is another one. But I feel like he doesn't really have that vendetta against Kyrie. Yeah. Um, And then we have um, the winner of the uh, Lakers Warriors is going to go against Phoenix, um, which I think, I mean, that's going to be. What what would you say if LeBron and the Lakers went against the Phoenix Suns? Lakers in five. Lakers in five. My man said that. No hesitation. Their defense is not good this season. As great as the Suns are, they're not a solid defensive unit. I believe their defensive rating is somewhere in the 20s. And let's keep it real. The Lakers are where they are because of injuries. Um, they would have definitely been a higher seed if LeBron and stayed healthy. Even, even when you, they were injured, they were still the number one defensive rating in but, the NBA. They but, had the defensive rating. But what do you think about LeBron's injury going against Phoenix? I think he looked really good. All right, uh, so you're, think, you're, you're, you're starting to change your mind about what you said before. He lo- yeah, because— I'm I, happy to hear that, bro. Yeah, I'm, he I'm looked normal that, again. He looked normal again. I, now, I, here's the thing. He's definitely going to have to work to get his legs underneath him. You yeah. know how sometimes how you have to get used to playing that full five-on-five basketball again. And sometimes holding back without putting all that pressure on the leg again. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, but, be, like but LeBron I said, is such a pro. Yeah. You know, if anyone knows their body, it's LeBron James. But I just think LeBron is surrounded with like probably the most talented cast that he's had in a very, very long time. I, I love just, that, especially I, because he's played with so many phenomenal basketball players. Yeah, and I just think when Anthony Davis is on, you know what I'm saying, it just it, the team the the thing that teams struggle with is like they focus so much on LeBron that they forget about AD. But then when AD starts knocking those shots, LeBron knows exactly what to do to get his shots in. And that's what makes him so deadly because it's like you can't stop both of them because they're two top five NBA players when they're playing like that. So hypothetically, let's say the Lakers lose to the Warriors and still beat the winner of the um, Spurs and the Grizzlies. Who do they face? They go against Utah. So the Lakers could very well match up against Utah. It'll be tougher because I do definitely think uh, Utah is going to Look good with Joe Inglis uh, playing. Uh, Bogdanovich is healthy this season. He wasn't last season. And uh, Joe Ingles is a is a knockdown shooter too. He's bro. a knockdown shooter and he's a good defensive player. And of course, Donovan Mitchell, um, he has the ability to drop 40, 50 points in a playoff game. We saw what he did with the Nuggets back and forth, back and forth, right? One of probably one of the best playoff matchup series we've ever seen between those two guys. Um, but I'll say this. I think the Lakers will probably win that in six games. Um, it'll definitely. It's not favorable because it, it's going to take a lot more. They're probably not going to break as much of a sweat against the Suns. It's still going to be a challenge. It's the playoffs, you know. Yeah, These are NBA and players. Can't but, sleep on my man Rudy Given Gogurt. Come on, bro. <laughs> AKA Gobert. AKA come on, bro. Gobert. Carmelo had, <laughs> Carmelo had Rudy Rudy Gobert in in prison. Yeah, bro. I can't lie, bro. He, he, I, I I just wanted to say that. <laughs> I, just wanted, I just wanted to talk my shit real quick. Yeah. So, um, but you, but what would you say Lakers in five still against the Jazz? Yeah, I would say six or seven against the Jazz. And what if it was the Warriors going against the Jazz? Or you you said against you said Memphis would beat, beat San Antonio. So you think Memphis would beat um, Golden State? Probably not, right? Mm, I'm gonna just lean towards the Warriors just because I feel like Steph might have one of those crazy games again. So then the Warriors against the Jazz. Who would you see winning that? No, oh, yeah, the Jazz. The Jazz, and really? Five. Jazz and five? Wow. Yeah. I would still have to give that to um to the Warriors. If anything, it would be a seven-game series, I think. Um, I mean, it would go to seven, to the seventh game. Um, excuse me. But I, 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 that's exciting. That's definitely exciting to watch. 
Uh, anything else you wanted to add to the NBA? That was all the matchups. Yeah, that was all the matchups right there. I'm um, actually, you know what? We did want to do. Um, we do want to do uh, some, some talk of or the MVP. We, should we save that for next pod? The MVP stuff. Yeah. Okay, we can save that for the next pod. And then I just want to add. Um, Kyrie Irving is actually the newest member of the NBA's 50-40-90 club. So shout out to Kyrie Irving. Um, he has been unreal this season. He has finished 50.6% from the field, 40% from three, and 92.2% from the free throw line. Um, so that is unreal. Uh, and it's, what's funny is uh, his coach, Steve Nash, has done it four times, as well as his teammate, Kevin Durant. Um, so yeah, that's, that's an impressive stat. Uh, just to give you guys some context about this award, it's an elite company. Uh, Larry Bird was a part of this club twice in 1986, 1987. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon was a part of this club in 2018, 2019. Stephen Curry was a part of this club in 2015, 2016. KD in 2012, 2013. Kyrie 2020, 2021. Reggie Miller 1993, 94. Steve Nash, 2005-2006. Steve Nash, 2007-2008. Steve Nash, 2008-2009. Steve Nash, 2009-2010. Shout out to Steve Nash, the GOAT. <laughs> yeah, Derek Nowitzki, 2006-2007. And then Mark Price, 1988-1989. to So one thing that I learned reading those names, Steve Nash was a hell of a baller, bro. bro people sleep on Steve Nash, bro. He was the He's f- a phenomenal. He was a phenomenal basketball player. And hopefully a great coach, too. Yeah, hopefully not too great. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I guess we could wrap it up then with the NBA talk. Say anything you want to add, bro? No, I'm good. All right, we'll keep it rolling. So before we get into the sports card stuff, I just want to do like a five minute MLB segment, if that's okay. Yeah. Um, anything you guys want to add? You know, feel free to to jump in. I just really want to um go over uh the standings. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, right now in the AL East, we have Boston number one, um, twenty five and seventeen, which I mean, I didn't see that coming. I thought the Yankees were definitely going to be at, uh, on the top of that that list there. Um, but even still ahead of the Yankees, we have Toronto and Tampa. Um, I don't know exactly what is going on with the Yankees right now. Um, uh, did you hear about like seven people testing positive for COVID on the New York Yankees? Mm-hmm. So this is some crazy shit, bro. Um, the New York Yankees had actually a crazy run with COVID, I mean, recently. I'm surprised you guys haven't heard about it because um, it's it's national news. Um, I mean, I I haven't seen anything like this yet during this whole pandemic, and I'm I'm hearing some stories here and there. Um, but there's a player on the Yankees that has had COVID previously, right? Yeah, I did hear about you this. heard about this. Okay, um, he's had COVID previously. He also has been vaccinated yet tested positive again. Wow, that's COVID. crazy. No, I'm not sure about the details. Um, I think nine, I think they have nine infections now. I think it was seven last time I checked, but I I just found, uh, on another article, it says nine. I think this is Washington post. Yeah. Nine, ninth vaccinated New York Yankee members, New York uh, Yankee member tested positive. So all of them have been vaccinated, which is crazy. Um, I mean, wow, that's, that's so crazy, bro. That something like this could happen, especially getting vaccinated, um, and I believe the, let's see here, we have um, Glaber Torres, um, who's their shortstop, pitching coach, Matt Blake, um, third base coach, Phil Nevin, um, first base coach, um, Reggie Wiltz, 
are among those who have been, I believe, been vaccinated. I guess all of them have been vaccinated, but those are those are some of those who have tested positive. But they got the Johnson Johnson. Hmm. See, there you go. Lee, <laughs> the Johnson Johnson is that bad, bro? It's trash. What the fuck? They tried. They tried. They offered me that shit today too. They're oh, like, yeah, I, I went in to get te- like I went in for my vaccine today, and they were like, yeah, you want the Johnson Johnson? Um, and I was like, nah. I was told you guys got Pfizer, and the guy was like, oh yeah, we have Pfizer as well. But I was just asking in case you just wanted to do the one shot. I was like, nah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll, I'm, I'm gonna roll the dice with the Pfizer before I roll the <laughs> dice with the Johnson and Johnson. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty crazy. Now the Yankees have, um, I mean, they just lost two in a row, but they have, um, been getting slightly better from the beginning of the season where they were really, really on a downward spiral. Um, and then now they're taking this big blow with the whole COVID situation. Um, and I believe this year, like people can opt to just play even through COVID, which is crazy because everyone's been vaccinated, but I don't know, you know, they may reevaluate after this situation. Mm. Um, we have in the uh, AL central, we got the white Sox on the top there. Um, second is Cleveland, then Kansas city, Detroit, and Minnesota. Um, AL West, we have Oakland and Houston, Seattle, Texas, and then LA. Um, I wanted to quickly touch on LA. Um, the angels, bro, I mean, I don't know how how familiar you are with the Angels, but they have a squad right now, especially um, being led with Trout and uh, Shohei Otani. Have you heard that name yet, Shohei Otani? No. Bro, get hip to him, bro, because his baseball card is about to be, I'm telling you, bro, that shit is about to go crazy right now. Um, He's one of, I'm going to say he's must-see television in terms of players in the MLB. And... Even though I'm a Yankees fan, I'm going to just go ahead and say he's probably the best player in the MLB right now. I mean, the dude can pitch 98 mile an hour, 98 miles an hour, and he can also smack a 450-foot bomb. Like, you know what I'm saying? How do you smell his name? Uh, Shohei, uh, S-H-O-H, S-H-O-H-E-I. Uh, and then Otani is O-H-T-A-N-I. Oh, perfect. I got it. Yeah, so um, I don't know if you want if you want to look if you want to look at that. Um, but I know that the way that they're they've been treating him is, is you know, obviously, um, they wanted him to to pretty much pick. You're either going to pitch or you're going to hit. And I think they said that he's not going to pitch anymore. Um, and he just shut that shit down. He's like, Nah, I want to do both. Um, I mean, I respect that, bro. I mean, as a Japanese player coming into this to this league, um, he's really putting on for his for his country and his people and for his squad. That is. Um, the LA Angels, I, I I feel like that that squad right there is so slept on, especially because they're on the West Coast and we don't get to watch them a whole lot over here. People sleep on them, um, but look up Shohei Otani. I'll get more into him and into his stats another time because I want to try to get through this kind of quickly. Um, and the NL East, we got the Mets um, number one, which is completely throwing me off. I don't know how the Mets have have got that, especially over um, Philly. And the Nats, I don't know how the fuck they pulled that off, but I know that's not going to be for long. Um, the Nats, I don't think are going to be as bad as they have been for the rest of the year. Um, I definitely think that their pitching is going to step it up. But I have heard some rumblings that Max Scherzer might be gone, bro. Oh. And you know a perfect place for Max to land is uh, the big bright lights of New York, bro. Yikes. You might see him in a Yankees uniform. I think I might just go ahead and say that right now. 
Don't be surprised if by the end of the year you see that. Um, we have uh, in the NL Central, we got St. Louis, which uh, that didn't surprise me. Um, and then in the NL West, um, the number one team there is uh, San Francisco, which also is a little bit of a, a little bit of a surprise over the Dodgers. Um, but I, I definitely think the Dodgers are going to step it back up for you know they're they're an elite caliber team. Um, and in their last ten games, they've they've been five and five. So I definitely think once things turn around for them, uh, you're going to see them on top of that uh, on top of the standings. Um, but yeah, that's it for my MLB talk. I didn't want to get too much into it. I just wanted to briefly touch on that because, as you guys know, I love baseball. Mm. I'm rocking the Yankees gear right now, even though the Yanks just took a loss. Um, I, I mean, I don't see them losing to the Rangers like this all the time. Mm-hmm. However, today they definitely took a fat fucking loss, which that shit just pissed me off because I had some I had some money riding on that game too. Um, anything you guys want to add? In MLB talk site, I know you're a Nats fan. Uh, anything that's that's fucking with you at all or no? I honestly haven't been following like that okay. this season, but I've just been keeping up with the scores, whatever ESPN app updates you. Yeah. Uh, and Izzy, have you have you um have you turned on the MLB channels yet or not? Not yet. Nah. Because I'm gonna really. get I'm gonna I'm gonna get you into baseball. I feel like you're gonna really like it, bro. Yeah. Um, you know America's favorite pastime. So we're gonna have to we're gonna have to get you definitely. On that, on that MLB wave, bro. Um, I might even turn you into a Yankees fan by the end of this season, bro. Who knows? I know you. I know you were you were really fucking with the Dodgers last year. Yeah, I like I like the Dodgers. Yeah, bro, but fuck the Dodgers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, but we're gonna wrap it up. We'll keep it moving. So you got your NFTs ready? Yep. I will right, keep it pushing. Hey. Okay, okay. So to so to uh, finish this thing off, we got Saeed's gonna open his NBA Top Shot pack. Um, do you have any sports card news? Did you pull up anything for Shohei Otani? Uh, yeah, I was looking at his sports cards while you were talking. Uh, it looks like his uh his tops card PSA ten is uh on eBay right now for a hundred and sixty dollars. Um, I'm gonna definitely have to do more research and look at other players that's similar to him. Okay, see okay, what their okay. cards have gone for. I mean, who was uh last season? It was Mookie Betts, right? That was really. Well, uh, I guess in the baseball world, at least in the sports card the ho- world, the hottest card in MLB. Yeah, in terms of like percentage returned, uh, and a- he was pre- he was pretty much like I mean he saw like a three hundred percent return on his sports cards from the beginning. Of Would that. you be able to see where Shohei Otani was last year? Let me see if I try can. to try to pull that up while Saeed's doing his thing. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm gonna just jump out here and just say, man, he might be the big, he might be the most lucrative catch that you can get at 160 dollars. Saeed, look into cop and Shohei Otani. The Topps right. Chrome is uh is about four hundred dollars right now, which uh Chrome of course Chrome cards are like silver cards, so they're refl- uh, they're refractors. I wonder what the so. Japanese market is like. It might there might be. I mean, that's one thing they were talking about. Uh, NBA cards. The potential with them is the fact that they have the market of China that they can get into. Yeah, and that international money is is another level. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, side. You got your your Top Shot pack ready? Yep, that's what you just heard in the background. Oh um, yeah, yeah. I had to mute you real fast because yeah. I, I saw you were scrambling there. Yeah. Uh. So so let's see what what do you got going on? Let's open them up and then we can guess what we think the values of the moments are. Do, do we like the guess thing or you want to just shout them out and say how much they are? Let's see the guessing game. All right, but let's get it. All right. So I only got one pack today. Uh, it's a base set series two release four. There's three moments in this pack. Okay, okay so it's gonna be short. Yep. Very short. I'm going to go ahead and open up the first one. 
I'll let you guys go ahead to lay up. All right, we'll talk our shit. We got Patrick Beverly layup December 30th, 2020, going against the Portland Trail Blazers. Attacks the rack. Um, finishes with the wrong hand, if you ask me, but he finishes with his <laughs> right. Uh, I'm a traditionalist on that side of the bucket. I'm going to finish with my left um, and use that right hand to 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 try to um, fight off any defenders. Um, but that moment right there, I'm going to go ahead and give that $3. Um, I'm going to say uh, 4 Who's gonna pull up the value? By the way, is he want to pull up the value? Oh damn! All right, hold on. My bad. My bad. I got was not ready for that. Shohei Otani shit. Wait, uh, you can see the card, the lowest ask on the card. Yeah, let me go and see. Because that'll pull it up. I think it might be faster that way. All right, bet, bet, bet. So say so. I'm I'm, I'm gonna say three dollars. Anyone else predictions? I'm gonna or, probably say five dollars. All right, guesstimates. Is he? I think I said four. Right. Yeah, you said four. Okay, so we got three, four, and five. Patrick Beverly. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see what that value is. I, God damn! I was see, gonna say four. I'm already scared because there's already twenty eight hundred of them for sale. So yeah. Okay. Three dollars. Three dollars. Three dollars. Get it. I was about to say four, but I wasn't confident in that. And I, I wanted to say three, but three. you already beat me to it. So hey, all right. So let's see what the what the second moment is that we have right. here. Um, we have a Chris Paul assist, March twentieth, twenty twenty one. It's a oop. So I want is that Aiton? Yep, to DeAndre Aiton against the Lakers. Who did he dunk it on? Please tell me he dunked that on somebody. No, nah, it was it was, nah, it was nobody. Yeah, nobody there. Um, I'm gonna say that moment is gonna be uh four dollars. I'm gonna go with five. Is he DMV? I'm gonna go with uh six. We can agree too, guys. If you guys want to say four, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> We don't, we don't have to, we don't have to have different numbers. We can all Six. agree. Six, hey, my hey. man, Izzy, right on the money. Yep. Uh, and then the final NFT from the NBA Top Shot pack that Said has is uh, Nicholas Batum block March 29th. It's a chase down block against the Bucks. Who does he smack up there? Mm. It says uh, is that Divincenzo. Yeah, different Divincenzo. Man. Yeah, he's he's not bad. Damn, I'm gonna I'm gonna give that moment uh, three dollars again. I'm staying in my lane. I'm gonna go with five. Uh, how how many? What's the serial number out of? Oh, actually, good mm, catch. see, my man Izzy asking the right <laughs> questions. I'm gonna give a fuck. I'm just throwing numbers out there. There's twelve hundred of them. Oh, twelve hundred limited edition kind of thing, but it's still a common card. Um, I'm gonna say and uh. 14. On, 14? I was gonna go 14. Dollars. I'm going to go up to $8. All right. I'm going to stick with three. <laughs> let's, let's see what we got. It is... Where'd it go? My bad. Nah, no problem. The Nicholas Platoon block against DiVincenzo. Okay. There's 700 room for sale. $4. Goddamn. Damn. Hey, I was about to up it to four, but I wanted to stay in my lane and be consistent. Um, did you find anything on the Shohei Otani stuff or nah? Yeah, I mean, I was looking at some of the sales that happened during uh, April 17th. I okay. think that was before the M- uh, MLB season. Uh-huh. And it all looked like they were all pretty much in the same price range. Uh, except for this Topps Chrome, the Topps Chrome base card. There was one that sold for $270. You probably could flip it for like 330 $340 now. I mean... Who knows? Maybe by the end of the season, this would be worth a lot more. 
Uh, let me see if I can go back some more. I'm not going to lie. Um, if the Angels were a better team, I mean, they really have just those two players. Then I can, I can uh, actually, you know what? Who, who they? I want to say last year they picked up somebody too. Let me let me pull that up real fast. Um, yeah, Anthony Rendon from the Nats. How'd I forget that? Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I think that if they can really step it up as, as a as a uh, as a team. Um, it's really gonna put that card on the map as well. But even still, I think that's a good scoop up, guys. I know I'm not into that into that realm, um, but you guys know I'm a baseball guy. And shout out to my man Armando, by the way, for having one of the sickest baseball card collections I've yeah, seen. Yeah, for real. Um, Armando's really stacking up those baseball cards, bro. Oh, for real? Yeah, he's yeah. got he's know. got binders. Oh, I didn't know. He's got big binders. He just started, or it's... Nah, he's been doing it for a little while now. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I was trying to get him to come in so we could open a pack. Um. While we're recording a pod, but that never ended up happening. Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, damn man, and I think Amin was supposed to slide through for I this pod. Here. He's, he's here? upstairs. Oh no way! Yeah, he's oh, just sh- chilling. Oh shit! I was gonna. He should have joined us. I told him. Oh man, I didn't even know that. Um, but yeah, so I guess, um, I guess if, if we got nothing else to add, we can just we can keep it rolling, right? Anything you guys want to add in the NFTs or the sports card stuff? Uh, let me check real quick, cause I I am trying to see if there's any notable cards that we'll, I mean, say, we'll save it for the tough. next one we'll save it for the next one because i okay. want also say to bring it um the cards that we have bet, bet, bet. and we can go over those okay because um, we already just we just passed the uh two hour mark on the pod bet. um so uh, i guess we can just keep it rolling in yes sir okay guys hey we appreciate y'all tuning into another episode Shout out to my man Izzy. Shout out to my man Saeed for. Um, Shout out Zavi. Thank yep. you, thank you for killing us, killing his pod, and uh, Tamim for a quick little guest appearance. He just showed up and, and disappeared. A cameo. On us. <laughs> yeah, he did a little cameo. Um, but of course, if you guys enjoyed the episode, please go ahead, take a screenshot, share it on your social media, rate and review wherever you're listening. If you want to join the pod, um, just hit us up. We can always set something up. We have some sick interviews com- coming up for you guys. I know I keep teasing it. We're getting all the logistics together. We got the mics here. We ready to go. Uh, and of course, if you guys want to join in, you can always send us a uh, voice memo, filmroomfiles at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Instagram or Twitter at filmroomfiles. And um, if you guys have any uh, questions or comments on the episode we just did, hit us up there. Yeah. Uh, you guys want to say anything before we before we uh, we get off? Any nah, shout I enjoyed out? this episode. Yeah. yeah, I think it was a good episode. I think we did good. I think so. I think I think we're only getting better, bro. Oh yeah, sir. Yeah, hey, and Safia showing up right at the end there. <laughs> oh, well, she's doing a little dance. I'm sorry, guys. No, it's a good thing they can't see it. <laughs> oh yeah, and we might we may be coming through with the camera. Let us know. Um. Yeah, let us know if you guys want to see a, a video of this. But um, I guess that's it, man. We out. Yes. Since I've been making donations to you like United Way. Stories you told me about him, I could see that it's night and day. Told me the truth. Walking from here to my bedroom and feel like it's miles away. There's too many rooms. And I'm still hard, buddy. I don't feel nobody. And I'm with some riding on my friendship. Solid. I get big deposits yes. on my whips. It's oh, doing ad libs. I had to. I'm on a mission. I had to. The Bronco 250 what? on my true division. I got him excited. No, it's been a little minute. I love her delighted. 
Made her love off a crown horn He suck her despite it The touch is the Midas She say fuck me and come I just do it like love her But Nike Order the ginger for you and your friends Show for you running that bit by the bins Got a little bit that came up from nothing We shopping in London and doing it